Okay, we're in. Players, welcome to the world of Dungeons and Dragons. We'll be playing 5th edition Dungeons and Dragons today. Now, how many of you have ever played Dungeons and Dragons? No? Good. So, I've been playing since I was a small, small child. I am going to teach you in like less than a half an hour how to play Dungeons We'll be playing Dungeons and Dragons in a half an hour. Okay. Or my name isn't Bill Allen. Now, the first thing that you're going to learn about Dungeons and Dragons is a lot of the things that you know from video games and movies come from this, right? Or from books, okay? So the first thing that we start off with is race. Now, there are a lot of races that you could choose from. This is the player's handbook, so it gives you basic races, okay? I'm just going to give you a rundown. So we have dwarves, right? If you've ever seen Lord of the Rings, dwarves, they're stouty, they're hardy, they're, they're strong, yes. Maybe Brian, but I don't know. Well, hold on, we'll come back to Brian. Then there's elves, okay? Elves are like humans, but they, they have pointed ears. They can see in the dark. They have a slightly different way of looking at the world. They're maybe sometimes we think of them as being more connected to nature, okay? Then there's halflings. They are really small, like hobbits. Don't say that Brian Lee's a halfling, he's not. He's a, he's a human, he's just shorter. Then there's humans, we'll get back to them in a second. You pretty much know what they are. Then there's dragonborn, right? So dragonborn are humanoid dragon kind of people, right? Um, dragonborn can also be viewed in some ways because of their draconic, their dragon nature. They could sometimes have a different approach. Maybe sometimes we view them as being like slightly less emotional, more like logic, almost like if, you ever, if you're a Star Trek fan or if you, or if you ever watch Star Trek, like the Vulcan kind of approach or the Klingon um, kind of approach, like might be, I don't know. So anyway, there, here's some receipts from something that I bought. Um, gnomes, gnomes are kind of like halflings, smaller people. They can be kind of tricky and stealthy sometimes. Why is everyone so tiny? And well, there's that. Dragonborn aren't, they're big. Um, half elves, half elves are half human, half elf, okay? So if you're not quite sure if you want to be a human or an elf, maybe you pick a half elf. They have attributes of both races, okay? Sort of. Half orc. Okay, now orcs are typically considered monsters. They're humanoids, but they're, you know, barbaric and they're typically considered evil. Well, half orcs are generally like a hybrid between an orc and a human. So, born out of the coupling of a human and an orc. Some people think that's gross. I don't know. So, half orcs are pretty strong, male or female. They're usually very buff, but a lot of times they face social difficulties, as you would expect, because they're half orc, which is a despised race. Then there's tieflings. Tieflings basically are humanoid, but they have a lot of features of um, demons or maybe devils. I can't remember. But basically, kind of imagine like if you had a little bit of devil blood in you. Demon blood, devil dog's blood. It's, that's a tiefling, right? So each of these races has different things to bring to the table. But then you have a class. And a class in this game is kind of like what your character does, right? So there's barbarians. You can figure out what that is, right? Mm -hmm. Really good fighters, but they're kind of more primitive. Um, they don't use, like, armor. They rely on their skill in battle and, like, their kind of approach to living, like, a, a rough, kind of rigid lifestyle. Um, then there's bards. Bards are musicians, performers, right? But they have magic infused in their abilities, right? So it's not just like, I'm going to play you a song or sing you a song or do something. Like, they actually can kind of do magic while they're doing their bard powers. So kind of a cool, and they have a lot of different skills and knowledges because bards are people who collect skills and knowledges, right? Mm -hmm. Clerics, I think I explained that to you. That's, they're like the holy 
um, people. Like they have, they're, they're like magic users, but they use divine magic. In other words, they pray to a god, the god grants them powers because of their faith in their god. Okay? And they could fight, they could wear armor, but they're not fighter fighters. Like they're, their primary purpose isn't fighters. But then we have druids, which are also magic users, but they draw their power from nature, right? So nature grants them power. Their, their abilities come from to cast spells and to, to, to have powers that comes from nature. Then you have fighters, which is exactly how it sounds. These are your classic, whether it's a knight or an archer, a fighter is a person who has trained in martial combat, right? Whatever weapon you choose, you get armor, no armor, it's up to you. There's a lot of different ways to build a fighter, okay? You might just be like a master with just knives or axe, sword, spear, bows and arrows, crossbows, whatever. Fighters fight. Monk, um, it's kind of what you think it would be. It's somebody who uses their mind, their chi power, right, to exercise um, their abilities, right? They have certain abilities and they're exactly what you would think a monk would be like they they have martial arts powers their ability to, to do damage just with their bare hands is, is can be lethal um, then you have a paladin paladins are holy fighters right so they're like fighters but they also like a cleric they draw their power from a god so they're not as powerful with magic as a cleric is but they could fight a ranger is a fighter who kind of like is, is like a fighter and a druid combined they have a little bit of magic they know the outdoors really well, and a ranger can track things, right? They're like really good at tracking and survival. We need one of those. Yes, rangers are also good fighters. They could fight with two weapons, they could fight with a weapon and a shield, or they could fight with a bow. They're archers too, so they're, they're really good at those things. Next is a rogue, and a rogue is kind of a jack of all trades. It's a skill master, it's a sneaky, this is your sneaky guy, right? Your thief, your, your assassin, that's like a rogue, right? So. They could fight, but they're not fully armored. So if they get surrounded by a bunch of people, they're probably screwed. But if they have a chance to sneak up and kill someone, they're really good, right? They're also good at like picking locks and like disarming traps and those kind of sneaky, stealthy things. And they're good at stealing things usually too. Sorcerers, warlocks, and wizards. All right, a sorcerer is a magic user who draws their power from within, right? Some people believe that they're they're touched by draconic blood, like they have a little bit of dragon blood in them, and they, they draw their power from within and they cast awesome spells. Then there's warlocks. Warlocks get their power by making a pact with something or someone, right? So think of it as like almost like a witch. Like a warlock could be somebody who draws their power from making a pact with a powerful demon lord, right? It doesn't necessarily have to be an evil thing, but they get their power by making a pact, they're granted powers, but in return, they owe their soul to whatever pact they made, right? Then a wizard. A wizard is the classic wizard idea. Like, you cast a spell with a flourish of your hand and magical words, or you read it out of your book, right? Wizards are like the classic arcane, you know, Harry Potter, think Harry Potter, or think like Gandalf from Lord of the Rings, like a wizard, that kind of a wizard. You study, you memorize spells, and then you weave powerful essence into your magic. Okay, so those are your classes. Now to simplify things, we're gonna play a, a starter game in my world. Yeah, I'm gonna make you all make humans. Cooper's like, that sucks, I wanted to be a dragonborn. Yeah, I did. <laughs> all right, there's a reason for it. In, in my setting, in my world setting, 
I make everybody play humans. There are other races, but I, I start everybody off as humans. And then I let your character come to life through your class choices and your background choices, mm -hmm. okay? So when you make a character, you have to pick a race, you have to pick a class, and then on your character sheet, you guys will see how there's like on this panel right here, there's strength, dexterity, constitution, intelligence, wisdom, and charisma. These are your primary attributes, right? And they're pretty much what you think they would be. Strength is your physical strength. Dexterity is like how fast or agile or dexterous you are. Constitution is how much endurance do you have? How much pain can you suffer, right? How long can you hold your breath? All those things are constitution. Intelligence is literally your intellect, your logic. Wisdom is how aware you are of the world around you, how wise you are, how perceptive you are. And charisma is like the force of your personality, right? So if you're a leader, you typically have good charisma. Um, if you're uh, like a monk or a, a, a cleric or anyone who kind of like draws their power from their insight, you would be more inclined towards wisdom, right? Wizards might need intelligence. If you're a fighter, you're going for strength, dexterity, constitution, those kind of things, okay? So we previously did a little test run with this. And at that time, I just, I told you what you were, but now I'm gonna kind of let you have a choice, okay? So I want you to think. I'm gonna make this, the choice easier. First, you're gonna be a human. So on the top of your character sheet, you'll see class, level, background, player name, race. Under race, just write human. Under player name, write your first name. Do we have to? So your, your character's name is this big space over in the upper left corner. So Yuri might be your character's yeah, name. Yeah. yeah. All right. So you come up with a character name. And it could be anything. Can I have a last name? Sure. Slash me Carl. Yuri. Do you want to name your character Carl? <laughs> yeah. Now, it's not uncommon in Dungeons and Dragons for people to play a character who is totally different from themselves. Like, I've played in games where like a boy has played a female character or a female player, you know, character has played a boy. It doesn't it doesn't matter. It's a game. So you can play whatever you want. Um so the next thing is going to be what class are you, right? Now, Cooper, in the last, like, you know, little run-through that we did, mm -hmm. um, I think you were I was a, um, a ranger. ranger. Yeah. Right. Do you like that? You like that idea? Yes, I do. I okay. Like so you're going to write under class, you're going to write ranger. Um, Rory, I think we had you as a fighter. I think you should be a rogue this time because I think we need someone to pick the locks and stuff like that. I think Rory was a rogue. I think yeah, Max I think. was a rogue and Rory was the fighter. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's up to you. Oh, yeah, yeah, now, a rogue can fight, too. You could build a badass rogue who could also fight. Yeah, I'll be a rogue. All right, so write down rogue. Heather, um, you had been a druid. Yeah. Do you want to stay with that? Sure. Okay, so you're a druid. Brian, sorcerer? Yep. Okay, Brian like that sorcerer. All right, good. So that made things easy. Now, in Dungeons & Dragons 5th edition, there's a way for you to pick out the points that you want to do that. That's called a point buy system. So it basically means that you have a pool of points, you can add them to the ability scores, and there's all these rules for that. Mm -hmm. But I grew up in a world where you rolled dice and fate, ooh. random chance determined your character. Now, Cooper, you say ooh, because in truth, it could be dangerous. You might roll really crappy rolls like that, like one, two, one, four, you're screwed, mm -hmm. right? But you also might roll like sixes and fives and have really high numbers. Is it on, like, so it's up to a six where the, that's the highest So I'm gonna or? show you, there's a couple different ways people do um, the, the dice rolling thing in a lot of different ways, okay? So what we do for my game is, because I make all of you humans, it, it kind of limits you, right? Because you don't get to choose all the classes. 
But the benefit in my game setting is that I let you roll four six-sided dice, and you pick the best three. But I also let you re-roll ones. So Ooh. the odds are, using my system for character rolls, you are going to have really high rolls. And that's typically called heroic rolls. And the reason why I give you that is because I'm limiting your race option to human to start with. Okay. So as an example, I would roll this. That's a dope roll, actually. So six, five, three, and two. I'm going to take the best three out of those rolls. Six and five is 11, plus three is 14. A 14 is exceptionally good, right? So we're going to go around and people are going to roll. Now, if I had rolled a one here, five, five, four, I re-roll this one. So now it's five, 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 see, 15. Okay, so Heather, there's four dice for you. Now, we could, we could sit and watch each other roll, but what I'm gonna have you do is, you're gonna roll, mm -hmm. and you're gonna, don't write it into the boxes, just write it along the side, on the right side in the margin, whatever your roll is, write that down, okay? So we're gonna do two people at a time, because I have to witness your rolls and make sure you're, you're doing your stuff right. Okay, Heather, go. Okay, so four, five, and two. That's 11, so write down 11 on the side. Cooper, go. Cooper with the mic drop. 15, good, good start. Roll that, uh, write that on the side. Okay, and then pass it down a little bit. Look at Brian. Brian with the straight threes. Brian, that's a nine. All right, so Rory, you rolled two mm -hmm. ones, a six and a four. Now re-roll those ones, Rory. This could be huge, right? Yeah. That's good, there you go. Okay, five, that's four, good. six, that's, that's awesome, good. 15. All right, pass the dice to your partners. Hey. We both got 15. Yep. You got to do, you have to have a total of six rolls because there's six attributes. Wow. Heather with a powerhouse 15. There you go. Go, Coop. Cooper with the um, six, five, two with a one. No, that was a one. So we roll this. All right. Six, five, two, and five. 16. Good. Pass 16. them down. All right. Go, Brian. Reroll those ones, Brian. So you got a four, four, and two ones. Watch out. Nice, Brian. 14. All right, Rory, re-roll those ones. Wow, Rory's like the, the one re-rolling master right there. Six, four, three. Re-roll the one. There you go. 14. Good. Solid. Go, Heather. Go, Coop. Heather with a powerful 11. Still above average. Cooper coming in with the 15 again. Very, very solid. Interesting. All right, Brian, 13. That's good. Rory with his first no ones with a, a modest 11. That's good. How many are we up to now? Three? Yeah. Good. Go. Reroll the one. Four, three. There you go, Heather. So 12. Coop, that is bad. the saddest roll you've had. That's a nine. That's all right. Nine is only slightly below average. Okay, go, Bri. Brian coming in with, uh, what is that, 12. Rory coming up, re-roll the one. This could be big. Brian. Or not, so that's an 11. That's an 11. All right, Heather, you're up. Heather, 14, nice. Bounce back. All right. Re-roll the one, Coop. Six, four, two, six. 16. Cooper clocking in another 16. That's, that's heavy. All right, Brian, re-roll that one that slipped away. You got a four, three, two. Rory, re-roll that one. That could be huge. All right, so Brian, you got a 10 right there. Rory's got a solid 16. Heather, re-roll the one. Sad. That's a 10. That's not bad. 
Roll Cooper, we roll three ones. <laughs> Jesus. He's got a chance. Oh, wow. Oh, six and Another, a four. Wow. Six, six, four. That's, a six. Oh. That's 18. Oh. 18. Huge. Cooper, you're a beast. Oh, yeah. All right, Brian, reclaim that dice. I lost it. I find it. <laughs> you might have to crawl under the table for that. So uh, yeah. 13. There you go. 13. No idea okay. One, two, three, four, so five, here, six, pass those dice to Brian. Yo, Brian. Heather, see if you can find that last red dice. Oh, here it is. There it is. All right, Brian, roll the big dice. Let's see if that helps your scores at all. Hey, not bad. Look at that. Cooper's dice are lucky. You got a 14. All right, pass the dice this way. So everybody rolled, and he actually, despite you know what you might think, all of you rolled really well because you got to remember that like average is 10. So how many of your rolls are above 10? Um, Look at your rolls. Yeah, literally all of them yeah. except right. So basically, all of your characters are going to be above average no matter where you're at. Okay, now. Where do you place those numbers? It depends on what class you are, okay? Mm. So for a ranger, for example, Cooper, yeah. you have an 18 and two 16s. You have a lot of choices and two 15s, good Christ. Um, <laughs> that's just, that's beast, man, that is beast. So when you make a human, one of the advantages of a human, because humans can't see in the dark, mm -hmm. like an elf or a dwarf, and because they don't have any other bonuses that help them racially, when you make a human, every one of your scores goes up by one. So when you place your scores, you add one to that for the final score, right? So what that means is this. That 18 becomes a 19. Those 16s become 17s. Those 15s become 16s. That 9 becomes a 10. And if we were to play another race, like different category or different skills would be boosted? It would be totally different, anymore. right. Yeah. So if, if I let you, let's say, play your Dragonborn, your Dragonborn, instead of giving a plus one to all of your rolls, your Dragonborn would get um, a plus two to strength and a plus one to charisma. Oh my okay. god, your strength would be 20. <laughs> it's so beast. All right, so, so here's what we're going to do. I'm going to tell you what stats are important to your class, okay? So we're, we'll go around. Um, Rory, you're making a rogue, right? What's yeah. your highest roll? 16. Okay, so you're 16, and then do you have any 15s in there? Yeah. Okay. You're going to want to put your 16 into dexterity. So 16 and plus 1 because you're a human makes it 17. So put 17 in the big box in your dexterity. Okay. So, and then put a little line, just one line through the 16 on the right so that we know we used it. Okay. Cooper, a ranger. It depends on what kind of fighting you want to do. Now, mm -hmm. if you want to be a shooting bows kind of yeah. ranger, right? Yeah. Then you want your highest in dexterity, kind of like Rory. So you're going to put your 18 into dexterity, and it's going to be a 19. So write 19 right. in the box and cross out your 18. Just put a line through it so we know yep. we used it. Okay? Heather, druids focus their power through their wisdom. So your wisdom is going to be important. What's your highest roll? 15. So put that as a 16 into your wisdom because it gets a plus one. one Brian, sorcerers use their charisma, the force of their personality, their will over magic. So your charisma's got, what's your highest roll? 14. So put the 14, <laughs> it's gonna, as a 15 in your charisma. Okay, so, and then draw a little line through your 14. All right, your next stat is also kind of important. So rangers need decent wisdom 
If you want to track, yeah, you wanna, need to be perceptive. And fortunately for you, you have solid rolls. So yeah. one of your 16s should go into wisdom, and that's okay. actually going to be a 17. 17. So write in 17 for wisdom, cross out a 16. Rory, you are a rogue. Depending on what kind of rogue you are, you might want to fight with weapons like this, or you might want to shoot a bow and arrow. Go weapons. I got the bow. I got the bow. You want to go with the stabby weapons? Yeah, because these guys can't fight okay. with weapons. Okay. So much. you already have a solid dexterity, which means if you use lightweight weapons that have the finesse attribute, you don't need a lot of strength. But what everybody needs to survive in combat is a good constitution, because if you get stabbed yourself too many times, you die. So what's your next highest roll? So make that a 16 in Constitution. And what is that like? What is Constitution Constitution mean? is, it adds to your hit points. It's how much damage you could take before you die. Mm -hmm. It's also things like how long you can hold your breath, how long you could be out in like cold weather before you get exhausted, that kind of stuff, mm -hmm. right? Constitution's important. We'll get back to you. Mm -hmm. All right, your next stat. 14. Druids don't wear a lot of armor. So you probably need a decent dexterity just so that you could avoid people in combat. So that 14, make it a 15 and put that in your dex. What are you at? What's your next highest roll? 14. Yeah, same thing with you, buddy. So I would put a 14 into your dex too so that you could get some, some um, armor class bonus. And that 14 becomes a 15. Okay. All right, Coop. Uh, what I'm thinking is no one's strong here. No one's strong enough. Okay. I feel like I gotta be the man. All right, well, I'm gonna give you a, a bit of advice. Your next highest roll is a 16, mm -hmm. right? Yep. So you could put that into your constitution as a 17. So you're gonna have a lot of hit points. Right. Do that. What about, what about strength? Physical Go strength? Ahead. Yeah. Well, put your 15 into that, and that becomes a yeah. 16. And a 16 and a 17, point wise, are about the same. So yeah. that would be a 17. 17. This is a 16. Should I do that right now? Put yep. this as a 16? And then what's your last stat? You got a uh, 9 and a 15. I like. So your intelligence is about knowledge, right? Mm -hmm. You don't need a lot of knowledge. Mm -hmm. You're not using, like, your knowledge of history or anything. So you could probably make your lowest stat, that 10, yeah. your intelligence. And that's still average, mm -hmm. which leaves a 15 to become a 16 for charisma. That is very charismatic. That means, like, you, you have the ability to influence people and persuade them to do things that you need them to do. It's a leadership trait. All right, Rory, what's your next stats? Uh, 14 and 13. Okay, you probably want um, that 14 to go into your strength to be a 15, the 13 to go into intelligence to be a 14, and then what's left? I have two 11s. Yeah, so those are both 12s, right. 12 charisma, 12 intelligence. You guys are a fairly charismatic party so far. All right, Heather, what do we got left? 12, two 11s, and a 10. Okay, so you could put that 10 into strength because you're not a fighting kind of person. That becomes an 11. The 11 I would put into charisma. Yeah, and then the 12 becomes what? 13. A 13. Where's your constitution? How many things do you have left? Constitution and intelligence. Yeah, but what are those numbers, though? 11 and 12. Then so put the 12 in Constitution. It doesn't really matter. That becomes a 13. Yeah. Okay, so underneath each of those stats that you have is a little circle, right? You see that mm -hmm. on your sheet? That's going to be your bonus, okay? So if you have a, um, if you have a, a 10 
or an 11, it's a bonus of 0. So just write a 0 if you have a 10 or 11. If you have a 12 or 13, it's a plus 1. So look on your sheet. You have a 10, so write a 0 in that little circle underneath it. Mm -hmm. If you have an 11, uh, a 10 or 11, sorry, 10 or 11 is a, is a plus 0. A 12 or a 13 is a plus 1, so write plus 1 in there. A 14 or a 15 is plus 2. Sixteen or seventeen is a plus three. Eighteen or nineteen is a plus four. Now where those pluses come in is kind of important. Okay? Those affect your abilities with certain skills or proficiencies, which we'll get to in a second. And they also affect how you do with certain things like combat and your hit points. Okay? Alright, so we're gonna run through how to fill in the rest of that stuff. So your first um, let's see, Heather, you're, you're going to be up first. So a <clears throat> couple things with a druid. The first thing is at level 1 you get 1d8 hit points plus your constitution modifier. Now at first level I let everybody have the max because if I had you roll 1d8, if I had you roll your hit points for example and you rolled a 2, that would suck. That means like somebody with like a knife could kill you in one hit, okay? So at the first level, I always let you max it out. So you have eight, what's your constitution bonus? One. Okay, so you have nine hit points. So up there, do you see where that, that says uh, hit point it? maximum? Yeah. Write down nine. It says current hit points, and then there's in gray it says hit cool. point maximum. All right, so that's just Heather, that's Druids, yeah. okay? Um, there's a savings throw box to the right of your dexterity, you see that? Mm -hmm. There's little dots next to each of those. I want you to fill in the dots, um, Heather, this is again only Heather, for intelligence and wisdom. That means you have a bonus, a proficiency bonus, when it comes to intelligence and wisdom saving throws, and I'll explain what that means. Under your proficiency bonus, write down plus two. That's up there, proficiency bonus plus two. And actually, everybody can write down plus two for proficiency bonus, because you're all starting off at first level. Okay, Heather. Um, druids have certain skills. One of those is the ability to use an herbalism kit. So in your bottom left corner here, mm. it should say other proficiencies. Yeah. Write down herbalism kit. That's herb, H-E-R-B-A-L-I-S-M kit. You also have skills, okay? Um, you get to choose two. There's arcana, animal handling, insight, medicine, nature, perception, religion, and survival. What's your wisdom? You probably have the highest wisdom. So perception needs to be one of yours. So on this list are your proficiencies. Find perception and put a, fill in the circle next to it. Now, when you have a proficiency bonus in something, it means you add your plus two and the appropriate uh, skill. So next to perception, see how in parentheses, what does it say? Wiz? Wisdom. Yeah. So what's your wisdom bonus? Five. Yeah, so yeah, your total is five. It's yeah. plus two, plus three is plus five. So write down plus five. Okay, perception's crucial because it's your ability to spot things. Another thing you might want to take would be either nature or survival or insight. Insight is to kind of tell whether people are lying. Survival's your basic ability to survive in, in the outdoors. Nature is your knowledge of nature, plants, and animals. 
Now, there's not a good, I mean, there's a good chance that he might take nature and survival because he's a ranger. He has yeah. similar overlapping skills. So maybe because you have a high wisdom, you would take, although he does too. So either one of you might be good with that. But here's, here's the thing. When you make a D&D &D party, sometimes it's good to plan ahead so mm -hmm. that you don't have the same skills. Mm -hmm. You know yeah. what I mean? Because then you're like, We're, we can only do this. So why don't we make an agreement? You, you might choose perception. She might choose perception. But both of you don't need survival. Because if you're working mm -hmm. together, he could help with survival. And maybe you help with nature or insight, right? Okay. So um, let me see if a ranger, a ranger, Cooper might have a lot of the same skills to choose from but he might choose different things too. So as a ranger, he gets to choose from basically almost all the same skill sets that you get to choose from. And he gets three. So Cooper would probably, but you also want to be stealthy, don't you? Yeah. Okay, so why don't you let Heather handle the perception and insight stuff? Okay. So why don't you take insight as your second one? Okay. And it's going to be the same bonus because you have a strong wisdom, okay? So that handles your, um, your skills, okay? You're gonna start off with some basic equipment, all right? And we'll get to that in a second. So you get a weapon, um, which we'll write that down in a minute. You get leather armor, you get an explorer's pack, and you get your druidic focus, and you also get some spells. We'll get to that in a second. Um, Brian, your character is a sorcerer, yeah? Yep. So we're gonna, we're gonna build you out real quick. And then we'll come to this side of the table. And by the way, once your characters are made, the game flies. Like, this is the most kind of boring part um, because you have to kind of go through this. So, Brian, sorcerers have a little bit less hit points. So they start off with a six. So what's your constitution? Uh, 13. Okay, so you have a plus one bonus, right? Yeah. So you have a total of seven hit points that you're going to write into that box. Heather, you can show them where that is. Okay. Um, so Brian, your, your saving throws, which is to the right of your dexterity in that box, you're gonna pencil in the circles for constitution and charisma. And what that means is your, those are your saving throw abilities, okay? Now you get skills, Brian, that are a little bit different because you're a sorcerer. Um, you would have knowledge in arcana, so what's your intelligence? Uh, 14. Okay. So that gives you a bonus of two. So um, go ahead and, and circle in the dot next to Arcana on your proficiencies, and that would be a total of plus four. And your second one, I'm, I'm going to suggest, well, you have several options, but you have a high charisma, right? Uh, yeah. <clears throat> okay, so you might want to choose either deception, which is like kind of your ability to lie to people and have them believe you, or persuasion, which is your ability to like persuade people to do what you want nicely without lying. I feel like Rory should go for a deception because he's kind of like this. Because he's a guy. rogue? Yes. He's a, yeah, but Brian has a high charisma, so he could, he could choose either direction. What do you think? Say persuade. Persuasion, yeah. Okay, yeah. so persuasion. So that is your charisma bonus plus your, your uh, proficiency bonus, right? Mm -hmm. What's your charisma bonus? Uh, plus two. Okay, so you have a total of four on that. Okay. All right, and like Heather, um, you are a spellcaster, but you don't have any armor. Um, you're gonna rely mostly on your spells for attacks and things. All right, so Brian, you get a couple other things like spells, but we're gonna come back to you. 
Um, you start off with 10 hit points. What's your constitution bonus? It is plus three. So you start out with 13 hit points. Write that on that mm -hmm. line right there. Hit point maximum 13. That's pretty beefy. Um, your saving throws are strength and dexterity. So put a black dot next to strength and mm -hmm. dexterity. You get three skills. So yeah. um, probably perception, that's to spot things. Stealth yeah. to sneak around and survival to survive out in the wilderness. So okay. you're going to put a dot next to each of those three things. Perception. Uh, perception is? It's alphabetical. Oh. Perception, and then stealth, stealth, and then survival. Okay, so the add up on that is this. See how it says perception and then in parentheses wisdom? Mm -hmm. So you take that plus three, plus your plus two, and that's plus five. <coughs> What's your next one? Stealth? Stealth. That's your beefiest stat, right? You got a plus four. So that's uh, plus four, yeah. plus two, that's a plus six. That's huge. And same, uh, what's survival? Uh, wisdom. Okay, so ba you're back to uh, plus, plus three, plus three, two, plus, two. plus five. Yep, plus five. Yep. Okay, so there you go. That's your skills. Um, now, typically, the funny thing is, is all of you guys kind of are light armor people. So you want to be able to move around easily mm -hmm. and get around, and you use very light armor. We'll get to that. And your weapon choice, did you decide that you wanted to do Yeah, more of an archery. Bows? Okay, so. so we'll get you equipped in a second. All right, so the bell's about to ring. So we, we've constructed most of your characters. What I'm going to do is collect your character sheets now, and I will write in um, so that we're ready for tomorrow. I'm going to write in all the equipment that you need, right? Mm -hmm. So tomorrow you'll have your armor, your weapons, and your spells. And I'll briefly go over how all that stuff works, and then we will start playing the game. All right. So stay tuned and join us tomorrow for our first adventures in Lions Dungeons that's so stupid. I have to come up with a good name for this. <laughs>
There is a inn. Uh, you guys are currently at this inn. Mm -hmm. There are a couple small shops. There's a blacksmith. Uh, there's a a um, trading post and a couple cottages where people live here in town. But this is pretty much it. And surrounding this hamlet of Roden is just vast open woods and prairies. And like I said, a few farms where people close by live. They bring their crops to town, people trade. Um, there are some other cities, but they're kind of far away, like a day's ride in any direction, north, south, east, and west. You guys have actually come to this town as a group of new adventurers. You're, you're young, you've left the city, and you've gone out to look for adventure. And you've traveled a couple days, you've come to the village of Roden, and you are in the inn. In the inn, uh, currently there's a couple other local people. Um, you are sitting around a very crude table. Uh, there's a couple elders, yes. There's a couple elders here in town, and there's a bartender with uh, a decent ale. There's some food, and there's an upstairs to this area where people sleep. You guys have just enjoyed a fine dinner, and you're settling into an ale. Uh, one of the older men pulls out a lute and begins playing some music and lightening the mood, um, when suddenly you hear a pounding at the door. Shoo, doom, doom. Everybody kind of stops what they're doing and they look over and the door bursts open. It's almost like you had this dream before. The door bursts open and a man who seems to be wounded, he's bleeding and he's got cuts and scratches all over his face. He's got some blood on his clothes. He's got dirt and twigs and leaves all over him. He bursts through the door and falls down in front of you guys and he's like, help, help me. Someone please help. Ugh. He seems wounded and he's clutching at his wound. The innkeeper runs over to him and, and seems panicked. Please, someone help this man. He seems to have been wounded. They look to you, the youngest and strongest in the, in the inn, for help. What do you do? Heather, you got to go first. Yeah, you got those go healing first, powers. Um, oh, my God. Now, uh, you know... Wait, you, yeah, what do I... You have the ability to use an herbalism kit, so yeah. and an understanding of medicine. Because I don't want to use this spell right away, right? That's right. You you might want to save that, but you yeah. do know how to kind of take care of people's yeah. through your proficiency in medicine. You know how to mm -hmm. take care of people. So you rush over to the man. It doesn't seem like he's dying to the extent where you might have to use um, a spell, but okay. you you do think that some of your knowledge of medicine would help. So you sit down and and kind of pull out your kit and begin kind of cleaning his wounds. Um, he seems thirsty, the innkeeper brings him some water. And after you clean his wounds and the man drinks some water, he, he looks up at you and he's like, oh, thank you. He's like, please, could someone help me? I, I have been beset upon by a horrible thing. I, I was traveling to trade some goods with my family, my wife and my son, and we, we broke for camp and we, we went to sleep, and in the middle of the night, I heard the cries of, of my son, and, and my wife and I burst forth from our tent. We couldn't find our son, and we searched all around and called out to him. And we saw some tracks in the dirt. We, we thought we, perhaps we could find him, so we lit torches and, and trailed out to find him, but we couldn't find him. <laughs> I traveled for hours, and we found a split in the path, and 
We weren't sure which direction he'd gone. My wife went in one direction and I in the other, and I traveled for more time and found an old, what looked like an old ruined tower. And there was a gate around it and a wrought iron gate and, and tombstones within the courtyard. The gate was locked and I couldn't get over it. And suddenly I heard wolves. So I ran and it got called out for my wife and ran back to where we split off and I, I couldn't find her anymore. And then the wolves were chasing me and I, I, I ran and tried to fight them off and they attacked me. I grabbed a, a, a tree limb that had fallen and fought them off for as long as I could, but they, they kept attacking and clawing and biting at me. And I don't remember what happened. I fell down into a ravine and I awoke this morning and, and I was cut up and I tried to find my wife again and tried to find the camp, but couldn't find anyone. And I ran back until I found this place. Please, would any of you be willing to help me? I must find my wife and my son. I don't know what happened to them, but I must find them. Yeah. <laughs> he got you. We're going to find your wife and son, dude. Thank you, good sir. Good sir, my name is Malcolm. My wife is Marisha. And my son, I'm, I'm not sure what happened to him. He's been gone now for a whole day. If you would be so kind as to help me, I believe that the camp where I last was was to the east of here, perhaps an hour hike. Would you go? We got it. Yeah, we have to. We got it. We got this. We got what if we, we say no and the game just ends? No. <laughs> that could happen. No, no we have to. No. We're, we're helping him we out. To. All right, so you guys decide to help him? Yes, we do. Yeah. He is... Um, the innkeeper is willing to give him like a blanket because he has nothing and it is a little bit cold out. It's kind of like right in between fall and winter. So you guys are all equipped. You have stuff. Um, he gets a blanket from the innkeeper and the innkeeper gives him like a water skin. And then after a little breather, he's ready to set out. So I'm going to leave it up to you guys. Do you guys want to set out? It's, it's night. You could light torches. You could set out in the night or you could see if you can convince Malcolm to wait till morning. Well, but remember what he said about his kid and his wife being missing already. Yeah. He's I already think been gone could, for a day. They could be like even farther though if we waited. Like they yeah, could, you gotta go now. You gotta, we gotta go, go now. now. We have to go now. We're going. You can't waste any time. We're all right. Okay. We just had a big meal. We're all so good. who's lighting torches? Who's carrying torches? You guys all have supplies. Um, but I have, I have one torch. I have a torch. torch. Okay. I mean, not everybody has to have a torch, but yeah. I need to know who's who's carrying torch. And um, as you proceed out from the hammer, where do you want to take that torch? I have a backpack yeah, and who wants to go out. Yeah. <laughs> and water. Uh, I think we should all go out. Go out as a group. Yeah. Okay. All right. So here's what we're gonna do. I am gonna move the village out and set up the open road. So you buy those ones, right? Yeah. Those are dwarven forge, and they're really nice and they're really yeah. expensive because you could do this. They're modular. Take the walls what? off. Nice. What the heck? And set up anything inside of them. Cool. Are they like plastic? They are. Um, they're made of a proprietary material called dwarvenite. It's basically cast rubberized resin. So. Oh wait, I can't is tell this if one? You're speaking that is. Language right now are like real. So this is like super durable. Like you can drop it on the ground and it won't break. Now there's other stuff that I have that's made of like 
dental plaster where if you dropped it, it would shatter like a plate. Uh, yeah, yeah. I have to explain that to people Wait, in case did they're you like make this? that I made. Those are actually yeah. um, McDonald's sure. Smurf is that cottages. Paper mache? No. I, yeah, both of these. That's so funny. They're McDonald's Smurf cottages. You made that? Yep. So, see, they were just cheap plastic. I want to open it. I'm and then saying. I crap. You can just pull the roof off. Go ahead. Heather, you broke it. Oh, that's nice. What the heck, Boo? This is also Dwarven Forge. Made for McDonald's. Yeah, see. <laughs> is that like a company or something? Yeah, Dwarven Forge is a company that makes terrain for games. Not just D&D, but any game, really. What's this on top? That's like a little window. Oh, the material? Yeah. That is dryer lint that I painted over with four different coats of paint. I wanted it to yeah. kind of look like a thatched roof, but it, it, it looks sort like of it looks like, like cat vomit. Ooh, it no. sounds me, by no, the way. No, it still looks really good. Okay, so. I, I'm the guy with the cape. I got it. Cooper, you are the guy with the bow. Oh, what? I like this one. Ryan, that you one? were the wizard-looking guy. No, that's me right there. This is a girl. I don't know if uh, you saw the boobs, but uh, that's Heather. And this is Roy, because he's got a black cloak and a cool blade. Oh, that actually looks sick, Roy. I don't like my helmet, Mike. This will be the old man who you were walking with. Not not old man, but that'll be that'll be Malcolm. <laughs> Malcolm looks like so, he's stocked. <laughs> he's, um, well, look at this guy. Yeah, he's uh, he's the man. He's Malcolm. I feel like he's hiding something with all this gear. He's just no way he would lose by it to a to a wolf. He's got all this stuff. Okay, Cooper's already yeah, paranoid. <laughs> all right, so that's good. That's a good trait to have, Coop. Okay, so you guys are venturing out into the wild. Oh my god! Now, you begin traveling, and you go probably. You're walking for like a good two hours, and you get out way out of town. This is crazy. And you you begin to kind of get out to areas that are a little more hilly. And you notice that there's, there are a lot of trees around, but there's also kind of little like squat hills and little areas throughout. So I'm gonna have you kind of move through this way. So I want you to set yourselves up. You're going east towards where he thinks that you, your camp was. And this, this is, he, and he's, he tells you in advance, he's like, I'm not so far behind. He's like, I'm, suck. I'm not <laughs> sure that that I know exactly I where our camp was, but I believe that <laughs> I do. Whatever, so um, so he's kind of leading the way and he's like, yes, I I believe this. This looks familiar. I I may have passed through here when I was running from the wolves. We should continue proceeding east. So you guys are walking along. Now, I want everybody to make a perception roll. So look at your proficiencies down here yeah. and see if you have perception. Yeah, I do. There should be a number next to perception in oh, your proficiency. Yeah. I got plus five. I have plus five. So that is the plus that you roll to your d20. So roll a d20 yep. and then tell me what the total roll is with your bonus. 22. 22 is very high, Cooper. 12. 12, Heather. Mm -hmm. Ryan, roll yeah, a d20. Here's one. Add so in your perception uh, bonus. With this? Yep. Yeah. D20. Eight, nine. Nine. Okay. <laughs> one, two, plus two, is, plus one. Rory is like, man, it's a beautiful night. <laughs> All right. So, Cooper, you are the only one who hears this. As you guys hear, are walking, what do I hear? you hear, like, sticks, like, movement Ooh. off, off. So you're headed east. You hear something from over in this area, like, something, like, moving yeah. in the woods. 
kind of beyond your, your vision over here. Mm -hmm. You're the only one that hears it though. Yep. So everybody else is just walking along, holding their torch. Mm -hmm. What do you do? I mean, they got some nice loot on them. I might let this thing come out and kill them so I can snag their loot. No, Uber, that's that's <laughs> mildly evil, but no, I'm kidding. I won't you can do, do whatever you want. Uh, it's an open yo, game. guys, stop. Hold up. I hear something. All right, you guys. Yuri Longsword stops. He's holding his bow and his arrow, and you see him looking off towards the south, and he's like, hey, stop. I hear something. What do you guys do? We have to go check it out. Because what if it's the yeah. kid? No, I, I have a three in an investigation. What if the kid's like, <laughs> what if the kid's like, I feel like if it was the kid, well, have, have Mal Malcolm so call out for So do you and Brian move up closer to them, or do you stay there? What do you guys do? Closer. Closer? Closer, closer, closer. Okay. We got to stay together. Right. I feel like we should yeah. stay where we are. So you guys are looking in all directions. Yeah, we should be like, I should be away because I'm sneaking. Yeah, like be like a circle and we're all looking around. So your torchlight, you could see around about maybe 20 feet. And you guys are kind of all there. You're all ready. Yeah. Suddenly you hear a growling coming from the area towards you. Uh, and you see blast. up on the crest of this hill. Ooh. Oh, no. Oh, oh you we see got four something. very large wolves. Oh, wolves oh. are nothing. At the top of this hill. Sure. We're going to go fight dragons eventually in this game. This and, they're, is nothing. and they're snarling at you. Ooh. They look like they're kind of crouching down and they're all watching you and snarling. Leave Malcolm for the wolves. <laughs> Malcolm looks like he's about to crap himself. <laughs> Remember that you guys all have weapons or yeah. like spells he and does. Malcolm has like a walking stick and a blanket. He's like, oh. And Ooh, he's, can, you could see that he's like terrified. He's can like, he fight um, if we get him equipped? You don't know that because... I mean, you only know what he told you, which is that he fought off the wolves with a stick, but he I, looks like he got his ass handed to him. Can I ask can him I if ask he can him? fight? You can, I, you can ask him. Can, so I, can I toss him? He's like terrified looking at the wolves. Can I, hey, then can I talk to him? Yeah, he's All standing right. right next hey, to you. Hey, can you fight, dude? <laughs> he's like, uh, wolves. Uh. <laughs> All right, hey, listen up, listen up. I pull, I, can I pull out my rapier and give it to him? Hey. Take this to defend yourself. As Stay you start to, to pull us. out your rapier and hand it to him, the wolves spring forward to attack. Everybody roll initiative. Oh, my uh, God. D20. D20? I'll be rolling for the wolves. Can we and add an initiative? So oh, you add the number for initiative. It. There's your initiative bonus. Oh, 11. 15. 10, 9. I got 11. Okay, so now I'm going to count down from top to bottom. Who's the highest? 15. Oh, I got 11. 15, 15, 15 11. 10. 10. 9. 9. Okay, so you're about 50-50. All right, Heather, mm -hmm. you see the wolves springing down forward, right? Now, yeah. two of them make this jump and are going to be, like, right up on you in a second. The other ones kind of spring down to here where they're, like, kind of behind this ridge. Yeah. Can they get over that? They might. Oh. Those, those two that are coming at you are going to be attacking, but you go first before they go. So you're right there. Okay. You could attack either one of them. They're in your range, depending on what you want to attack them See, with. See, that one's closer okay, to so me, Okay, so I need to use my sword. What's it called? The shillelagh? You could use the shillelagh. No, use the, use the... But casting the cantrip, so activating the shillelagh and then attacking would be your, your round. You wouldn't be oh. able to move. Or you could thorn whip one of them. Yeah. Thorn whip the one closest to me, because I don't want to die. Cooper. <laughs> what? Do you yeah, want me to yeah, die? The thorn whip is an attack. Like this one's closest so to Malcolm. You could, we you could thorn whip it, or you could shillelagh it. It's up to you. We got thorn whip. 
thorn whip, yeah. Okay, so you're gonna roll your thorn whip attack. I just have to double check this. Does that kill them? Like, can it, it depends kill them? on how much damage. Or it if does. it doesn't kill them, does it like bring them close though? So and I can finish them can, off or something. Yeah, sort of, yes. So the thorn whip. Now you had your rapier out because you were gonna hand it yeah. to the guy. Yeah. So if she hits the wolf with the thorn whip and pulls it ten feet, yeah, it'll be close enough for you to stab Ooh, it. But she has to hit. Work. So. The thorn whip attack is based on your um, wisdom. So it's it's your dice roll plus your proficiency bonus plus your wisdom bonus. So it's it's plus five, basically. So roll the dice, add five. Oh, oh let's go. That's a Heather kill. out of the gate. That's a kill. So Heather, oh a natural, that's, that's a called kill. a natural 20. That's a kill. Okay. okay, so it means it's a critical. Okay. He's dead. Now, I'll be honest with you, I don't know if in the rules, if you critical with a thorn whip, if you actually double the damage, but with any other weapon attack, you normally double, double the damage, right? So if you were Rory, or you know whatever, if you were attacking with one six-sided dice, you'd roll a second one and double your damage. That's how D&D works when you roll a natural 20, it's called a critical hit. I'm gonna let you double your damage either way, because I think it's dope. Um, that's the nice thing is that I can change the rules. So normally for a critical hit, or normally for a hit, you'd roll one of those dice. And then you'd roll a second one, and that would be your damage, right? So look at that much damage. That would be nine, okay? I came up with a system called the Bill Allen Damage Alternative Scoring System, or Badass. Um, in my system, when you roll a crit, when you roll a 20, you don't just roll two dice because that would be a nine. Yeah. You max out the first dice. Whatever dice it is, you max it out. So that's automatically a six. Now you roll an extra damage dice. Ooh. See how that works? So Four. you could do more damage. So now you did 10 so damage, right? So 30 damage is what you guys, or what? So 10. 10 oh, damage. The 20. Well, the 20 is just a hit. That's, that's oh. why you get to roll. Oh. Otherwise, normally she would have just rolled one dice, and it could have been like a one. Oh. So you did 10 damage. Oh. And because you hit him, you could pull him 10 feet towards you. Is he dead? He's not dead, but she oh. messed him up. Like, it's the, the thorn. So you, you, you call this thorn whip, and it literally just shoots out of your, your hand. You channel the power of nature. It whips out, and it's got thorns all over it, and it wraps around the wolf and rips him to the ground and pulls him towards oh. right in front of you and Cooper. Cooper, you got to get him. Cooper. Because, now, you remember what I said about flanking? So because... Here's Heather, here's you. Yeah. You're at a 90 degree angle. Yeah. You can flank now. So what that means is instead of just rolling one time to hit, yeah. you roll two dice, it's called advantage. So roll your 20 sided dice first. Yep. A 12, now roll it again. And you get to pick the higher of the two numbers. 19. So the 19, yeah. right? So because you have a flanking bonus, you have advantage. Advantage means you roll twice, you pick the higher of the two, yeah. right? 19. So the 19 plus what? Six for your rapier, yep. so a 25 to hit. You definitely hit, not a problem. Now roll damage, it's 1d8 plus four. Wait, 1d8 plus four? So you wanna use, yep, so two, two plus four is six. six. Six damage plus the massive 10 damage that Heather did is enough to kill the wolf. So Heather wraps him in the thorn whip, squeezes him, just whoosh, blood shoots out, she rips him towards the ground, yep. and then you stab him with the rapier that oh, you were about to give the old man. Okay. So, now here's the thing, Cooper, that burns your round. Yeah. You could still move, but you, you basically used a reaction to attack him. Yeah. Um, we'll get back to you. All right, this second wolf now goes before Brian goes. 
So the wolf is going to attack Cooper because he's right up front. So he runs up, leaps up, and bites at Cooper. But probably misses. What's your armor class? Armor class 18. 18. So I would have had to roll a 19. with all my adjustments something 18 or higher to hit you. I rolled a 5. So I definitely, this wolf <laughs> does not hit you. He, he jumps up to bite you, but you're too fast and you kind of move oh, out yeah. of the way. All right, oh, yeah. Brian. Yeah, I get this guy. You, you could see, like as you turn, you could see this wolf attacking Cooper. You could shoot a firebolt at him. You could shoot a ray of frost at him. It's, it's up to you. Okay, so go ahead and roll your d20 to hit and add the bonus. What's, what's the total? Nine. Nine. You shoot the firebolt out from your hand. But it's too close, and you accidentally, you just miss the wolf. And it just, the firebolt, like, shoots past. Okay, Rory, you're up. So, Rory, you can move and then attack. Yeah, you gotta move. Since you have a melee weapon, you have to get in close. Now, you know what I was saying about flanking. If you move around to this side of the wolf, you get that sneak attack Why does he have to roll yeah. to get to that? So, one, move? two, three, Four, that's plenty because you can move six spaces because it's 30 feet each space is five feet so now you get a flanking bonus so you roll two 20 siders roll both here of those and take go. the higher of the two just like Cooper did all right 12, 12 and then decent, roll another one decent. and take the highest of the two 18 <laughs> 18 right now add in what's the plus for your short sword five okay so 18 plus five is 23 that definitely hits now, you roll your damage, okay? So roll one dice. Roll, roll your six-sider. Two. Plus, what's the damage? What does it say? 1d6 plus something? Plus three. Okay, so five. But now for your sneak attack, roll another six-sider. So you got five plus five, hey. ten. So you're like, you, you like circle around, and while that wolf is distracted trying to bite Cooper, you run up and jab it with your sword. And it, it, it guts it, but the wolf is pissed. It's not dead, but you definitely, you like got a, a, a hard hit on it. Okay, Cooper, you attacked, but you could still move. Yeah. If you could stay where you're at, and then you and Rory can get flanking bonuses against this wolf, but that means you're using your rapier. If you wanna lose the rapier and use your bow, you have to disengage and move back so you can so get your bow out. What you're saying is like maybe like if I stay on my rapier, then these guys might come in, then I might have to keep using my rapier. Yes, oh, but also it. you have advantage. As long as you're using your rapier and Rory and you are working as a team, yeah. you have you both have advantage on your attacks. Uh, so that would be smart to do that. So you stay put? Yeah. Okay. So now everybody went. Right? These wolves were last. So they run around, right? They're running around this way. But that's as far as they get. Now it's back to the top of the order. So Heather, you're up first. You see that wolf coming that way, that wolf coming that way. Um, can I both of them, up again? Yes, you can. Both of them are within your range. It's your choice, okay. which one? Yeah, I'll thorn whip again. Yes. This one? Yes. Okay, go ahead and roll your d20. I'm gonna die. 20. It's are you kidding hit. me? Yeah. It's an automatic hit every time. I don't know anybody. I've been playing this game for 38 years. I don't know anybody who started off the game of Dungeons and Dragons and rolled two 20s in a row. I'm glad this is on video. We have proof this is on video. All right. So um, same thing. 
using my damage alternative scoring system. You automatically get a six plus what? Wait. Uh, three. three. So nine damage. And you drag him ten feet. One, two. He's dragged. He's not dead, but he's dragged. Wait, is this something we're supposed to be recording? I'll kill you, Paul. You better be recording this. That's funny. That was good. You got me for like four <laughs> seconds, Paul. For four seconds. Matt Burns, I would kill you if you didn't record. <laughs> you guys better be joking. <laughs> I will, I will fail took, this whole class. Do you remember when it took him four tries to film my music video because he kept forgetting to hit the record button? I think he's you kidding. Just, you just can't count on Paul for anything. Are they good? I believe Matt Burns. Matt Burns said we were recording. Okay. <laughs> I don't believe Paul. All right. So, Heather, you have just struck another powerful yes. thorn whip against a wolf, and now it is Cooper's turn. So yeah. you, Cooper, here's the thing. You could, you you have a wolf, like, nipping at you yeah. between you and Rory, so you should probably deal with yeah, him. I want to do that. But it's up to you. No, you could be like, I want to go kill that one. No, I want to end this one. All right. So go ahead and roll. Get those two D20s. Roll both of them oh, because you have advantage. You're right, flanking, yeah. right? Str strategy. When you work together, you get that advantage. All right, nine, not bad. And an 11. So 11. 11 is the higher of the two. What's your bonus with the rapier? 11 plus six, 17. Easy hit. Totally hit. Go ahead and roll your D8 for damage. Three plus what? Plus, where's that again? It'll say right next to your rapier. Oh, um, four, seven. Seven damage. That is enough to finish it off. Rory stabs it with his short sword. You turn around, stab it with your rapier. You gut it from each side. It's dead. Brian. So this one's down, right? No, it's it's not dead. Yeah, it's down. It's down she she's got it in a thorn whip. So, I so like you got some time to get this. Brian, one. you could you could hit either one from your range because the firebolt is like a it's like a missile. Like you could shoot you could hit this far one or you could shoot the one that Heather has down. It's up to you. I see this is so far. Let's get this over with. The one that Heather has down is wounded, so if you hit it with the firebolt, you might kill it. This one's still fresh. It's not, it hasn't been hit. It's up to you. Is the wolf closer to Malcolm or not? Um, that wolf could make it to Rory or Malcolm this round. You get to go before him. I'll take the far one. There okay. Yeah. Oh my God. All right. Roll that d20. <laughs> Let's see. What are you doing? Fifteen. That's a hit. Go ahead and roll your damage. D10. Oh, this is a six right here. I already know that. Nine. Is that a nine? That's a nine. Nine damage. Right. As you guys are fighting that wolf and you just kill it, you see this firebolt shoot right over your shoulder and ping this wolf. And it's like, Okay, Its fur burns away as it takes a substantial hit from the firebolt. Honestly, at this point, all right, Rory, you could... Am I still trying to kill that one? Well, you thorn whipped. You started yeah. the round. So, Rory, you could you could either run over to this one that's thorn whipped and get, do what you did before and get advantage because you and Heather are both fighting it. Or you could try to take this dude before it gets to the old man. Yo, Rory, it's all right. It's I up got to this you. One, Rory. Rory, I got this one. You, got you, got you trust me, bro. You trust me. All right, all right. I trust you. I'll get, yeah, I'll get that one. Okay, so <laughs> you're going to run up and engage this wolf before he gets to the old man. So go ahead and attack. Go, Normal attack. Just yeah, one dice. Right? One dice. Twelve. Twelve. Okay. okay. Plus, what do you have to, for your short sword? Plus what? Plus five. Plus five. Seventeen. Easy hit. Go ahead and roll your damage. D6. 
Rory, oh my God. Two plus three. <laughs> plus three is five. Brian did nine. You did five. Is that a kill? It's enough to kill it. Oh, oh let's yes. go. <laughs> let's go. Now it's finished. Okay. Off, Heather, let's go. Now. Use, oh, use your sword this time. Yeah, yeah, That, that thorn-whipped wolf is still alive. Yeah. And he's going to try to make, uh, he's going to try to escape from the thorn whip, which he does. Oh. He's going to bite Heather. He bit me. He's going to. Well, what's your AC? Nope, he misses. Your armor class is 15. He's snapping at you, but he's not able to get to you. Okay, top of the round. It's Heather's turn again. If you roll another 20, I'm going to crap myself. Okay. 19. 19. Jesus. All right. You hit. Roll damage. Just regular damage. Okay, two. Not bad. All right, so it's still wounded. It's still wounded. Cooper, you're up. You can step over and attack. Yeah. One, two. Now 20? you can get flanking bonus if you move yeah, around it. Two, three, four. Yeah. Now you can attack. Coop, you gotta, you got this. That's a, ooh, That's a nine. nine. Or nine, what? Uh, nine, nine. Roll the second attack because yeah. you have advantage. Nine. Okay, so nine plus, what's your bonus? Plus six. Six. Fifteen, hit. Hit. All right, roll your damage. It's probably going to be dead unless you roll a one. Well, rip. <laughs> well, how <laughs> much? Plus six. Oh, oh, you plus, plus four. four. One plus four. Oh, yeah, that's enough. Five. He's dead? Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Nice so you drop him, you stab him from behind. Oh, we just destroyed them. All right. So in a matter of 20 seconds, you wiped out four wolves. Oh. Five minutes. Um, Five minutes. I feel like the bell's going to ring. You realize that wolves usually oh. travel in packs and that there may be more. So I leave it up to you. Do you stick around or do you quickly continue moving east? Keep going. Okay. What time is it? Like it's like three. Okay. All right. Four minutes. That will be all for now. You guys leave the wolfish area and continue moving east, looking for the missing child. Do you love Dungeons and Dragons and other role-playing games? Do you enjoy the content on this channel? Then support Bill Allen on Patreon. Get access to exclusive patron content. You too can be a part of the Bill Allen World Patreon community. Join us today. Welcome back to Dungeons and Dragons with high school students. Cooper. Describe what happened in the last episode. What did you guys run into? All right, so obviously in the first episode, we went and decided to help Malcolm find his family. So we went into the forest and we to look for his family, his son and his uh, wife. And we encountered four wolves. Mm -hmm. uh, we didn't have much trouble with those four wolves. They didn't hit us at all. And we pretty much uh, we uh, swept the floor with them. So they're gone and now we are continuing our journey. To That's find right. Malcolm's son and wife. Now, if you guys remember, Malcolm had run you know, through the middle of the night. He'd gotten lost in the woods. So he's not 100% sure how to get back, but you guys are kind of following the trail. Mm -hmm. Now, uh, Cooper, you yeah. are a ranger. Yep, I can try. I need you to make a D20 roll so that you can determine if you could find any tracks while you're walking in this area. Here we go. 18. Nicely rolled, Cooper. Yeah. So your 18 plus your proficiency bonus and your perception uh, is, what's your perception? Perception plus five. Yeah, 
23. Yep. Piece of cake. All right. So you're, as you guys are walking after you've left the area where the wolves are, you don't encounter anything else. But while you're walking, Cooper, you see a set of tracks. They look not like the boots that Malcolm was wearing, but almost like a smaller human foot size, not child size, but you're thinking maybe like a female's shoes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we got to go after those. We got to follow those tracks. Okay, so Yuri Longsword points out to you guys in the ground. It's, it's kind of hard to see. So you're all holding lights, at which point, Brian, do you have the cantrip light? Yes. Okay. So Brian realizes that maybe a little more light would help. So he waves his hand up in the air, and all of a sudden there's a huge gleam of light, like a powerful flashlight, and the whole area around you is full of light. And now with the aid of the light, you could see that these tracks that you, um, that, that Yuri pointed out are in fact cutting a little bit more towards the south. And they look like they were frantically like running, like maybe like there's a, a part where it looks like maybe she slipped and fell, but then got back up and started running again. You also notice now that Brian has illuminated the area that there are wolf paw prints, not far like on either side, left and right from the tracks that you found. So it looks like maybe you determined that maybe she was being chased by wolves as well. Mm -hmm. Okay, so do you guys, at this point, Malcolm is just overcoming he's you, you see he like goes down to the tracks and he's like, oh, my poor wife, Marisha, I hope she's okay. What if the wolves got to her? What will I do without my beloved? And he just seems slightly overwhelmed. Do you give him a hug? No, no. I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> all right, he, he pulls himself together and he's like, we, we must find her. And he looks to you guys. Yeah. Yep. Follow the yeah, we're following the tracks, obviously. Okay, so you continue to lead. Um, I positioned your minis down there roughly however you want. You can move them around, but basically I have um, Cooper up front yeah, with Rory, and then um, Heather and Brian in the middle, and Malcolm in the back. If you guys want to change that order, you're welcome to do that. You know, I mean, I think, I think, no, I I think, think you should stay back with them. Well, I'm kind of like leading the tracks. Right, well, you're so following like, the tracks. And then, like, you don't want them. Because Brian's got the light, though. That's true. Yeah, Brian me, I think it should be me and Brian up top. Yeah. yeah. And I, I'm okay. good at sneaking, so, like, All right, I so switch Brian with Rory. Yeah. Yeah, there we go. Okay. So you guys are going for probably another hour, and you come to a small creek. And when you get to the creek, you, even though Brian continues to hold the light up, you don't see any tracks on the opposite side of the creek. Ooh. Now you can cross oh, the creek, man. it's not deep, yeah. but I'm just telling you yeah, what you see right now is the trail runs cold when it hits the creek. Yeah, it doesn't look like they made it past the creek, so we could probably find which way, can we find which way the, the water flows? Yeah, you know that it heads east. Yeah, can we head east then? Well, down that's the kind creek? of the direction the you creek? were heading originally. So you, you go down the riverbed and cross and then head east? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You go back up and... Um, this time I'm going to have just everybody make a perception roll. So D20, take a look at your perception yep. and add that number to your roll. That's perception, yeah. Is that the same thing like down 17. here? 17. Yeah. 17, good, pretty good. Uh, 18. 18, pretty good. Uh, six. <laughs> six. 
Five. Five. Okay. <laughs> so you guys are like once you guys cross, you you know you're you're kind of like getting the water out of your boots, kind of thing. You're you know kind of waterlogged, and while you're doing that, while Rory and Brian are are kind of getting their their boots dried off and their pants dried off, you two both notice that there is a peculiar bone sticking out of the mud not far from where you guys just came out. Ooh. You're not sure what kind of bone it is, but you, you're welcome I, to go look. I can tell, right? Doesn't matter, can both of us tell? You can you can both go look, but I mean, both of you spot it. So you, you, you kind of see this bone sticking out. Yeah. It does not look like a new bone. It looks like it's old, like it's oh. been there a while, but oh. it does seem to be perhaps an arm or a leg bone of a human. We, we should go check on that. Yeah. We should go there and check on that. But it's old, so that's good. Okay. So you go over there and you notice that it looks basically like something that was maybe buried a long time ago that over time, like the water washed away the dirt and stuff. Yeah. And it's kind of sticking halfway out of the ground. If you want to dig, you could dig. Yeah. Dig. Dig. <laughs> okay. Well, you dig up this bone and in fact, as you dig further, it leads down to what you assume now is the rest of the arm bone because you come to a skeletal hand that's attached to the end of it. So you nice. basically found like a forearm and a hand bone. Okay. And it definitely looks human. Okay. But it looks old. What do we Doesn't do look with that? fresh. Yeah, can we <laughs> test if it's like is there any way we could see if it's her like a But it's old. It's like been there. Well, it's, it's like old, so like like, what do we what, do what now? What can we do? Yeah, like, what's next? You tell me. We can the do world of Dungeons and Dragons is completely open. You really? can shove it up your rear end if you want. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, well, well, I mean, I think if it's sticking out, that means there's got to be, like, something nearby. I feel like. I feel like that has, like, just, a greater chance that, like, his family's dead. No, well, you said he said it's old. So, obviously. It looks very old, and it looks like it's been immersed in dirt for a long time. Yeah, so it's definitely not them. It's not them, yeah. I think but I'm saying that's a greater chance. Like, did the wolves eat her? I mean, that was? maybe this is where Malcolm's alluring us to kill us. <laughs> wow. Check on Malcolm. Can we Check look back at Malcolm? Malcolm. <laughs> uh, Malcolm is, he has like soft boots, not like hard leather we boots. We end the game so by he's Malcolm like just literally wringing out his boots and like he, he like has his pants and he's like wringing out his pants because they're all wet. Can we tell him to look at it? And just like, Why would he look at okay, it? Okay, he, he looks at the bone and he's like, oh my, what a, what a horrible discovery. He's hmm. like, you, you don't think that it's... This couldn't be my wife or my no, son. No, no yeah, no, we were no, like, no, no, I didn't. no, it's all right. It looks old. It looks old. So he's like happy. <sighs> all right. So we so keep. I we say keep moving. Keep moving. Relieved. We yeah, gotta keep, keep moving. moving. Okay. No time to waste. You're just. Is it still middle of the night? Yes, it's okay. about. By now, it's like two in the morning. Oh, okay. Mm. So you guys continue to move along to the east, and you're you're sort of like. You're sort of uh, north of the of the creek, but you're kind of going east. What you discover as you walk a little bit further is that the trees start to thin out a little more and they're, they're still trees, but it's a little more sparse and open. Um, and it's kind of like rocky, it's a mixture of like rocky and like tall grass and weeds and then like trees. So you kind of have to make your way through because there's no path. Um, and what happens is, is you come out into this space kind of where you see now where your minis are. So there's like these rocky outcroppings and stuff and then a few trees. and sort of over the first rocky outcropping, you see this one tree that looks like it's a dead tree. Like it's, there's no leaves on it. It looks very old and maybe, you're not sure, but you kind of look and see 
It almost looks like there's stuff hanging from the tree Ooh. limbs. <laughs> Ooh. All right, we gotta approach it. it. We, no, we have to approach the well, tree. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Do me a favor. Move your mini to roughly where you want to go. All of us? Can we sure. move as far as we want? You want to move as far as you want. I like. Right here. So you kind of go around. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, let's like go around. All right. So wait, go wait, ahead and move there everybody else up. But I'm gonna have you make. I'm no, we should all kind of be. I'm gonna stay like, with Melkin. No, no, yeah. Okay, that's not back there. Rory kind of stays with Malcolm. Well, because like Heather's kind of alone. We need like some people over there. All right. Well, Malcolm's gonna kill us all. Okay. Malcolm's right there with you. You're on Malcolm. Yeah, yeah. You got Malcolm. There we go. This is this is good. I'm moving over. As you get closer, I'm not gonna have you make a perception roll because you'd be blind not to know this. This, but but especially with Brian's light, you look up into this old dead tree and you can see skulls impaled on some of the branches. Ooh. You can actually see skulls. And some of the skulls look like they've been there for a while, and maybe the sun's bleached them over time, and some of them look a little more fresh. You also see a couple skulls at the base of the tree scattered amongst the rocks that are around the bottom Did of the tree. Yes. <laughs> okay. Uh, I don't know. I mean, we got to make sure. I, I, think we gotta try some, I don't, know, I don't, I don't yeah. think wolves could. Well, yeah, There's obviously yeah, so it's not the wolf, I mean, who is still. it? Obviously, we'll, we'll find that out soon yeah. enough when they pounce on us, because you know it's inevitable. But for now, we have to check if like his son and Yeah, we have to see like, so yeah. you go closer to the tree. Yeah, we got yeah. you. Yeah, everybody, can we move a little closer? Do we move? As you move closer, oh. um, the first people to move closer notice that there are now, as oh you get God. closer, there are piles of bones, human, <gasps> human skeletons. So there's, nice. you see there's a bunch of them Brian, kind of around the tree. You stay back. Let's yeah, go. Yeah, yeah. Skulls, arm bones, leg bones. Like it's a, it's fact. It looks almost like somebody took a human skeleton and just like, like, put all the bones in a pile around mm. this tree. All right. Nice. I, I, I'm not phased by this. Sorry. We see this every day. We're warriors. We see this like yeah. every day. It's nothing. But do we? How can we tell if we see his son and daughter? Or son so and you start looking around the circle. Mm -hmm. You notice that there are some fresher bones. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. There's no, no, none of them that have like skin. So there's no bodies, you know what okay. I mean? Yeah. But there are definitely, it looks like maybe, anybody have investigation? Investigation? I have no, three. I don't. Okay, go ahead and roll. This? 20, D20. Oh, Rory, seven. So, Rory, you're looking at it and it, and it looks like these are not Maybe they're a month or two old, but they're not um, like within a day or two. They're definitely not like there's no skin or blood on them. Uh, Brian, uh, do you have hmm. um, arcane? Arcane? Arcana. Yes. Knowledge arcana. Yeah. Go ahead and make a roll. One. <laughs> Come on, Brian. There's nice nothing very strange about this whole scene at all. Nothing whatsoever. That he can tell? That he can oh tell. My God, oh my Brian, God, Brian. You are the worst. Well, Sorry. it's not his fault. It's the dice. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> it's the dice. Oh, I think we should just get out of here. <laughs> okay. No, we got can we get out of here? Yeah, what do you mean? There's no reason for Heather us to stay a, here. Yeah, um, you have nature? What is the, yeah. what is the upside of us staying in nature? Yeah, I don't, I don't like, Actually, wait, I, I don't my nature's like this like place. There is literally um, no reason for us to stay People are getting ambushed here, and then... Thirteen okay. plus five. You're a druid. You're familiar with nature. Yeah. You aren't really sure what kind of tree this was. 
when it was alive. Mm -hmm. But it definitely looks like a dead and maybe petrified tree. Like the, the it's almost like the hardness of stone. It doesn't look like wood anymore. Mm -hmm. Like rotting wood is kind of crumbly. Yeah. This looks like almost petrified wood. It's very hard. Okay. So why do you still want to stay here, Heaven? <laughs> what do we do? You also notice that a little bit have... further to the south of the tree, there seems to be like an outcropping of stones right. on the ground. We should investigate that. Yeah. <laughs> or get out. I mean. Yeah. But there's yeah. a chance his daughter in white. I mean, mm -hmm. white uh, yeah, this is like weird. There's just a bunch of like skulls lying around, and we're just gonna like leave. What if it's his kid? I think we gotta. We already we determined look. that it we wasn't. Gotta, we gotta walk over there and stay. But what if they're over? I'm saying, yeah. Like, what if they're over there? Yeah, yeah. We'll check that place and then we're out. All right. Then All right. Out. So who's going over there? Everyone. Who's checking things or out? Everyone. everyone. Okay. Yeah, go ahead and move your minis. As you guys walk past the tree, you get closer and you see that this isn't just random stones. They actually look like, like More bricks or, or cobblestones. Like maybe there was like a, a path or a building there at some point, but it's like ruined and old. So there's just, it's like overgrown with leaves and dirt and weeds. But these, these stones look like they might have been a path at one point in time long, hmm. long ago. All right, so nothing really of use to us. No. no. However, roll initiative. You remember how to do that? Roll no. d20 and add your initiative cool. number. 10. 14 plus 4, 18. 12. 15, uh, I got 18. OK. 13, 15. OK. So all of you guys start to hear this like creaky sound, almost like, out of there, like Oh, I don't like that. You, yeah. you you turn around, and I'll let you act in the order you rolled. Okay, so like, you guys are oh, tied. Dude, Malcolm's like a lizard monster. Oh, he's transforming right now. What happens is oh is that God. you see the piles. You know the piles of bones. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That oh, were just in piles. No. You notice God. them start to reassemble oh. magically. What? And <laughs> as be, like as now I'm again you're you're seeing this. They literally reassemble and become skeletons. That's all right. Skeletons are so easy to fight. That's fine. It's don't underestimate them. You don't underestimate mm -hmm. them, Mr. Rolling Ones. Chill, Coop. Chill. <laughs> you worry, guys. Oh, and have it. Use your thorn whip, actually. My thorn whip? That's just you. Yeah, you just. That's OP. And as they're reassembling, each of you guys gets an action. You get one round. Okay. while they're reassembling because oh, it's not cool. like they just go and pop yeah, up and attack hit, right so like so you hear this you turn around so you guys get a first round before they get to do anything do we do the eight to see who goes first the order of attack no you go first because you and rory tied but you have a higher dexterity so you go first oh we already did that yeah Got that it. was your initiative so All it goes right, cool. it, you guys actually rolled in order so it goes uh cooper rory brian and heather All right. All right, so I malcolm's around. last because he's like so completely shook that he has no idea what's going on. Yeah. All right. So you turn around, Can we move Cooper. Malcolm, by the way, um, he's where everybody is. Is where everybody is. So if you want to move, you have to use your action. Remember, you can move up to thirty feet, which is six of these spaces, <laughs> and then attack, or you can attack and then move. All right. Cool. So I turned around. I'm gonna. I'm gonna attack. Yep. I'm gonna hit that guy with my bow. Okay. All right. All right. So it's. I rolled d20 or Yep, d and then you add your bow, that plus six, Yep. and then you're going to roll damage if yep. you hit. 18 plus four, six, yeah. 24, boss, yeah. roll. All right, so it's 1d8 plus four. 
Yep. Plus four, so it's a ten. Um, ten. The arrow sort of nicks one of the bones, but then passes through the rib cage because there's no meat there. You do some damage. <laughs> you do some damage, but it's not as much damage as if you had hit something with flesh. All right, Rory, you're up. Roll this. Uh, you want to run up and attack? Yeah. Which guy? This guy? That guy? Um, we gotta get this guy. We gotta pitch this guy off. He's closer. Yeah. Okay, so you so go sneak. one, two. You can attack him right there. Oh, does he have his? He doesn't have flanking bonus because bonus no one's right next to the skeleton. If you had run up on the one side and then Rory ran okay, up, yeah, then he'd bad. have a flanking bonus. <laughs> my bad. Okay. Yeah, we gotta plan that out from now on. So, <coughs> is there a di like flanking and sneak is the same thing? Basically. Well, you don't get sneak attack damage. Well, actually, you do. Because you're attacking him before he's ready. This is a sneak oh, attack. Oh, there we You go. don't get to roll two 20-siders. You only get to roll one. Right. So go ahead. But if you hit, you do extra damage. There we go. That's 19. 19. Okay, good. So roll that twice. Once for your normal damage and add in your bonus. So three, three plus. Uh, plus three. Okay, so that's six. six. Now roll an extra one. Good. Plus so nine, nine damage. Now, you come up right after Cooper shot him with the arrow. And you swing and just slaughter him. Like you just hey. you hit him so hard that the rib bones shatter and the spine shatters and the whole bone pile just falls back into a bone pile. Alright. Brian, you're up. You see there's one kind of through these bushes or, or, or trees, but there's also a couple back there. Anything is in the range of your spell. Your firebolt has a very long range. Or freeze in both things. Or freeze, yeah, whatever freeze you want to use. I'll take the one in the bush with uh, Ray of Frost. Okay. Hey, there we go. I I, All right, so go ahead and make a roll. Seven. Okay, plus what's your um, charisma bonus to it? Charisma bonus? Yeah. Uh, plus two. Okay, so nine. Let me look up. You know what? I don't know if you get to add in a... Make a ranged spell attack. Okay, so no, it's not your charisma bonus. What's your dexterity? Uh, oh, it is a spell attack. Yeah. So seven plus two. All right. Yeah, you you the ray of frost just shoots right past him, but barely misses. All right, Heather, you're up. Brian, <laughs> have you hit anyone yet? <laughs> <laughs> Heather, whatever you were planning on doing doesn't happen. <laughs> <laughs> you're like thorn whip, and it gets like caught up in these bushes. Okay. All right. So and now normally, normally the skeletons would go. But remember that first round, you guys win because they were like reassembling. So Can now it's back to you, Cooper. It? Yeah. All right. Um, I'm not sure I like this guy over here. I feel like he's going to creep up. So I'm going to move. How much can I move? Three? You can move six spaces. Oh, six? All right, we're going to go. Oh, that would actually leave Malcolm over there. All right, wait, wait, Rory, you can move Rory. through other spaces. So, like Malcolm's here, you can move through his. So, one, two, three, four, five. You could get up and close yeah. enough to hit. But I was if, you're, if you're using your rapier. Yeah, I was thinking, but I wasn't. I'm actually gonna not take that guy out. Okay. Or I think we should go for this guy, so I can hit him, and then you can use, you know, your your flank yep. bonus, and then Heather, or before you move, yeah. you get in front of Malcolm. Yeah, so, yeah. So he's protected. All right, so I'm gonna do that and hit him with my rapier, hopefully. Okay. Go ahead and make your roll. Coop's so into this. Oh my god, I missed him. So, in the course of running up and setting, <laughs> slinging your bow over your shoulder and pulling out your rapier, you just had too much shit going on. You're like, ah, and you just swing. <laughs> you, swing <laughs> you swing, but you just can't get it through. Okay, so, but you are up there. Yeah. So even though you missed, you're in a position. So Rory, if you move up to the other side, flank or on that 45 flank degree, flank you can flank him. Yeah. So yeah. you can move up 
to here is that attack as well or now yeah so now you roll roll that um two dice because you have advantage so roll the first dice and then roll again and take the highest of the two three yeah. so yeah. see three you plus one. you got this rory Two. Oh my <laughs> god, you <laughs> die, Rory. Sometimes that happens. Heather, you have to save us now. So, save us all. Rory, maybe in the confusion of battle and Brian's light being so far back, you run up and you swing, but it just passes right through the ribs and it doesn't really do any damage. Brian, okay. you're up again. I feel Brian's going to hit us. Don't go back. Don't <laughs> we'll go for see. us. Heather's going to save us. We're all right. 13. Oh, thank God. Ah, there oh, you go. Can. Yes. There you go. Okay. All right, so go ahead and roll 1d8 for your damage. Um, you might need Heather's. Where are you freezing? That's a yeah. Now, the cool thing is, actually, go ahead. Two. Okay, that's fine. So, <laughs> but here's the other thing with Ray of Frost. Oh, he's frozen. Because he's frozen, he's not totally frozen, but his speed is reduced by 10. So okay. he cannot physically run up to attack uh, Malcolm at this point. So, um, Heather, Thornwhip, or good what are you doing? Thorn whip. Get in front of Malcolm. I'm gonna, I'm gonna give you Co. a I'm gonna give you a DM hint. You could thorn whip and and pull a skeleton down. That's one thing yeah. you could do. Another thing you could do is use your shillelagh. Yeah. Because you have a club. Now, the reason why an arrow would go through a skeleton and not do as much damage is because it could literally just pass through. Yeah. There's no meat. Oh, your your thing is a like club. Yeah, so you're hitting bone with a club. You could do a lot okay, of damage. Okay, I'll use that then. Okay, so for you to shillelagh, you you can move and you could shillelagh and move. I can move One, six. two, three, four, five, six. Yeah, that guy. You can't quite reach him for the attack, but now you're in position. So okay. next round, you could whoop him. So right. your club glows like a magical blue, and, yeah. and you yeah. run yeah. up yeah. to attack. And then get back to Malcolm because. Okay. Um, okay. So. <laughs> He's only got a dagger. This is it's so not stressful. You. He only got a dagger. Mm -hmm. We need someone with a close range, close range yeah. weapon. So All right. First things first. The skeleton that's in between Rory, Rory yeah, and Cooper is going to attack Rory. Yes! I'm sorry. What's your armor class? AC. 14. Okay, he misses. Then, this skeleton <laughs> is going to run up and attack Cooper. Oh, I didn't even think of that. What's your 18. AC? 18. He misses. Okay. This skeleton is going to step forward and attack no. Heather. Oh. He 15. Got... He hits you. Oh. No. Oh, it's how much? No. Suffer. Five. Oh. So you have what a total of nine in your temporary, in your current hit points. You're yeah. now down to four. Oh my god. Yeah. Okay. Where do I write that? Temporary. Just in this big box. Uh, I might have to. One, two. Oh. This guy is going to attack Heather, die? too. Oh. Heather's gonna die. Thank nope, you. missed. Thank okay. God. Yeah. Heather, I got you. I don't want to die. Heather, I got you. Okay. okay. Oh, we, got, we, have, we have two people. You guys have to save me. Top of the order. Cooper. Cooper. Yeah, Cooper, I'm going to tell you something. If you move away it. from those skeletons, they get what's called an attack of opportunity on you. Don't do it. It's Cooper. like, you, yeah, don't because do it. you're running out of battle. They're right next to you, so they get, a swim, they get to swipe at you if you run out of battle. You but can you can take a disengage move, which is like you carefully step back so you don't get attacked. Attack. You could take a disengage, yeah. and then you could attack from a what's distance. The, what's the but you can't run all the way over to her. No, I know. I, I want to attack because that's the only thing I can do. I can't move six, can I? To even get that thing. Well, so one, two, three, four. You could get to this guy. I'm gonna do a range attack. I'm, I'm gonna take the disengage and then. Okay, so you the, go here, and then you're gonna shoot this guy. Yeah. Okay, go. I have to. <laughs> you know what would be funny is if you roll the one, then you'd hit Heather. All right, no, go. No, stop. 
Right. You'll get this, Coop. Do it. Got this. Do it. Do it. You got this, Coop. Oh, so close. Uh, All right. <laughs> Heather, an yeah. arrow whizzes right past your face, okay. but it doesn't hit you. Oh, okay. You're dead. All right, Rory, you're up. All right. <laughs> I'm dead, too. Now, you only you get to roll me. once, Rory. All right. Because Cooper moved out, so he's not flanking it anymore. Nine. Nine plus, plus what? Plus uh, attack. Is it attack? Five. Bonus? five. Plus five, 14. Yeah, you hit. hit. Roll damage. Do it, Rory. Four, Four plus, plus what? Three. three. Okay. Seven. Seven. Okay. You hit him again. He's almost dead. Which guy? The one that you, this first guy that, that he was working on. Or actually, no, he was yeah. not hit. Brian, you, you have to hit now. All right, Brian. You have Pressure's to. on. You see her rather. <laughs> All right. So right oh. now, Rory has two skeletons on him, and Heather just got stabbed by a skeleton, and she's got two skeletons on her. You got to save me. Now, you, you could, Brian, you could move one, two, three, four, and five, and Firebolt or Ray of Frost. It's up Please. to you. Firebolt. You got to go Firebolt. Now, you did damage on the one guy already, so you could you could try to do damage on him again. You can do Ray of Frost, or you can do Firebolt. Fish Firebolt does heat. slightly more damage. Firebolt. Okay. We need that damage right now. Yeah. All right. Ryan! <laughs> oh you killed the, Heather! Welcome, welcome to the stress of death in Dungeons oh & Dragons. You literally just killed Heather. All right, Heather. Okay. Ridiculous. Heather, this is your chance. Now, I want right. you to think about Wait, can you move? Move out of the way. You, you could disengage oh, and, get, and get clear. And then hit. I have to. Have and to. if you're really worried about dying, you could disengage, so move one step back, and then you can heal yourself. Remember oh, your spells? Yeah. yeah heal yourself, you have heal word yourself. of healing. Wait, can I heal myself? You have heal word yourself. of healing, heal and you have cure wounds. It's up to you. Healing word, right? Either one. Look at look at the notes next to them. So, I'm going to die. Healing word <laughs> does 1d4 <laughs> yeah. plus 3 no, no, yeah. to heal back. you back. I'm coming yeah. back to you. Don't worry. I got cure you. I know, but these skeletons, if they get two, two hits on me, so one of them might be Okay, I'll do 1d5. 1d4? Or 1d, yeah. No, no, no. 1d8. 1d8. Right? I can save you, though. This one. We're still kind of closer to you. Can Heather revive people? Um... Or Brian? Sort of. She can She can try to make okay. a, a medicine check to stabilize So seven. You. Okay. So you get seven back. So you're all the way back up to full. There okay, we go. Okay, cool. So I'm at nine now? Yeah. Okay. Now what do I do? Nothing now you wait it? for them to attack you again. <laughs> <laughs> all right. First the skeleton on Rory. Missed. Yes. Let's go. Then this skeleton's going to go on Rory. Oh, gosh. That might be a hit. What's your AC? 14. He hits. That's annoying. Ooh, six. Yeah, you're dead. No, he's not. How many hit points do you have? Eleven. All right, so now you're down to five, right? Five in your right, big I'm box. I'm back for you. Okay, Heather. The right. skeletons want their flesh. Oh. Mm. We should have gotten in. out of here, Heather. I'm sorry. Guys. I knew. I knew. Skeleton it. number one. I knew it. Rip. Skeleton number two. <laughs> missed. All right, skeleton number one hits Heather again for five. Mother. Oh. Mother. Back down to four. Just keep disengaging and healing yourself. <laughs> this is so sad. Malcolm. Oh, there's Malcolm. Is Malcolm he coming to save Oh, he's going to kill him. Malcolm's running up with his his dumb <laughs> tree limb. <laughs> <laughs> like, like we should roll a 20. No, if he rolls a 20, then... He's like, I'm coming, lady. If he rolls a 20, he should... Maybe. You never know. <laughs> All right, cool. Back to you. Yeah. What are you going to do? I got to save Rory at this point. Which what? one's... Uh, this one's... <laughs> what? Why are you saving me? Because I'm not going to... I'm not going <laughs> to hit you. <laughs> I've missed so many times. I'm going to hit with my rapier. All right, go for the this, rapier shot. All right, now right you there. get advantage because you're, you're yep, flanking him flanking. with Rory. So go ahead and roll twice for your D. No, that's your damage. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my bad, my bad, my bad. 
Okay, first one is a Oh, I need this. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, God. We are Cooper. terrible. Cooper. Yes. Okay, yeah. Let's go. Let's go. Roll your damage. Which one is? It's the guy that's in the middle between you guys. Yeah, because so this guy's already damaged. Yeah, so yeah, he could die here if Cooper rolls high enough. There Eight, you go. Thank Cooper, you. Plus six. Cooper just dead. sticks his, his rapier you, into the skull of the thing and it. drops it. Heather, look at what has she done for us. The skeleton falls nothing. back down. All of its bones fall back down into a pile, except, except its skull, which goes flying 10 feet through the air. See, oh, know, yeah. I don't know. That's what Yuri wants. I need like a. Rory, you're up. Oh, we got this. still one. You got to hit it. Oh, wait, is this? You're not flanking it. You flanked the other guy. So Roy, you're you're you got one one chance. Got to hit him. <sighs> Eleven plus five. Oh he, no no! He got him! He got him! He got him! Let's go! Roll down! Come on, baby! Come on, Roy! Three. Three plus three is six. Six. Okay, hit him, hit him. you hit him again. He's he's not dead, but you hit him hard. Oh, God. Brian, I'm gonna get hit. You're back. Brian, do not screw this up. Brian, I have a theory. Just try Heather's dice. Right? <laughs> just, just try it. Try using the yellow dice. And wait, which of the one's blue almost dice. dead? Hit the one that's almost dead. Yeah, the one that he hit with the ray of frost. That's but the one that he wants to hit again. Maybe, when, maybe in Brian's hands it'll be powerful. Look at that. Twelve. Twelve. Twelve plus your what's your um, charisma bonus? Uh, plus two. Okay. Hit. hit roll, your go, D, roll your d10. Your blue d10 Come for on, damage. Brian. Come on, Brian. So you blast after blasting them with the ray, ray of frost. Ten. <laughs> Beast. That's a ten. That's oh. the highest you could roll. Oh, oh really? Oh, it's so zero. after you That's hit Ray of Frost, Brian finally launches a firebolt, and the, the ice-covered skeleton Brian's just shatters shit. in a burst of flames, and the bones go scattering off, charred and, and Dude, smoking. he cannot hit you. He can't I know. You. Heather, there's one skeleton. Here we go. It is not wounded, and it's use ready to hurt you. Use your club. We need you, you have the power of the shillelagh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's plus five to hit, 1d8 plus three damage. So if you hit, you're set. Okay. Got this, Heather. Nine. Nine. Oh. Plus five, 14. That's okay, a hit. There okay, go, there we go, there we go. Roll your damage, 1d8 plus right. three. Seven. Yes. Okay. There you, go. You, you hit the skeleton and just... <laughs> One of its arms and some of its ribs fall off. It's not dead. It's not dead, but you just shattered like half of its okay. body. Okay. That skeleton now gets a chance to attack. Oh, oh no, I'm sorry. Rory. Malcolm. Oh, let's Malcolm. go, Malcolm. Malcolm runs up with his tree like, branch. I'm coming, my lady. <laughs> and he swings his tree branch. Fail. Oh, <laughs> no, Malcolm. <laughs> it's the mulch. All right, the skeleton now. Hmm, who would the skeleton attack? Heather no. or Malcolm? Heather. All right, I'm gonna Heather. roll a dice. One, two, three. He he attacks Heather. Four, five, six. He attacks Malcolm. Heather. Yeah. Oh. There we go. Coop, she's already missed. Yeah. It's fine. Okay. It's fine. Um, the skeleton on have. Rory attacks. We don't need Malcolm dead. Oh, he hit him. Four, ten. Dead. Rory, take two more. Oh, you're good. You're good. You're good. Okay, you're good. Cooper. Top of the order. Oh God. You have your rapier <laughs> in your hand. You can move into a position and get flanking bonus to help Boom. Rory. You're dead. I'm gonna, I'm gonna need some You're healing. Dead. You're dead. So you, you circle around the, the skeleton while he's distracted fighting Rory, and you attack him. He's a goner. That's a twenty. Roll with advantage. That's 13, 13 or? Plus. That's a one. Okay, I'll take so the 13 you take plus the 13. Six. That's 19. Yep. Yeah. Roll damage. Three plus four. Seven. You shatter the last of the skeletons by you and Rory. Rory, it's your turn. The skeleton crumbles before you as Cooper finishes it off with your help. 
Oh, we got you got to go over there. Do you have a I bow or anything? No. I don't like. Well, get in position. You have to get in as, as good of a position as you can, though. One, so go. Two, one, so you can two. move six squares. You can, can go you as far as right there. No. You can go as far as right there. If you go. Wait. One. No, this is me. One. Yeah, yeah, no. One, one two, two, three, four, five, six. Can you hit him from there? Mm, nope. Oh, right but there, he's close. Right. Next round he could. Yep. Okay. Right. Your turn. One skeleton left with one arm and a Let's weapon. This blue one works. A rusty sword. Use your dagger. Use your dagger. No, his firebolt does the most nah, damage. No, use your dagger. Be a man. Why? That thing has <laughs> nothing, though. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> be a <laughs> man. <laughs> be a man. Seven. Seven right. plus three. Ten. Not quite enough. Yeah. <laughs> See? That's what you All did, right. Brian. Heather, you're up. Not being All a man. Right. Shillelagh. Shillelagh. Dude, the dagger's End weak. <laughs> The power of shillelagh compels you. Oh, wait. Uh, oh, no. That's right. Okay. Um, eight plus, what is it? Which one? Plus five. For shillelagh. what? What's your Oh, uh, yes. Plus yeah, five. You hit. Roll damn. Oh, okay, cool. Here we go. Finish one D8 them off. plus three. There you go. There He's you dead. Go. We survived. Smash the skull of the skeleton. Right. The bones crumble to the ground. We, we did it. it. We made it out. You we guys made it are out, boys. breathing hard. No, there's the another air wave. filling your lungs. <laughs> cool <laughs> night air. That was scared. I was a little scared. I was a little scared. Yeah. There's still a little bit of smoke from that last skeleton that that got scorched by Brian's powerful firebolt. You see now as you look around you that both Carl the Druid and the Professor are wounded. <laughs> now, Carl, you did use your cure wound spell. Yeah. You do have the knowledge of another spell. You could use it on yourself, or you could use it on the professor. Use it on the professor. Well, this is typically when um, you ask, how many hit points do you have left? Yeah. Three. He has three. I have four. You have four. Uh, I gotta give it to Rory. That's what a good neutral person would do. <laughs> he, he has less than I do. Yeah, yeah. so th that's your decision. Okay. All right. Roll. Then. Which one? You're gonna do healing word on him, so it's, yeah. it's 1d4 plus three. Oh. So roll that. This dice is so weird. Mm -hmm. So the bottom number, <laughs> oh, the, four. the flat number is the one you want to read. On some D4s, it's the top number, but it's whatever's flat. So this is a four. So you get seven hit points back. Which oh, I should have used it on myself. Which brings you up to what, 10? 10. So you're almost fully healed. As, Car as Carl the Druid calls upon yeah. the power of nature, you feel a warm glow, and your wounds seem to magically bind themselves, and they no longer bleed. Good job, Heather. I should have done that on myself. Okay. You guys look <laughs> at the piles of, right, of right. um, bones around you. Time. Brian, since this occurred, I'm going to give you a chance to make another arcana check. Okay. Knowledge arcana. Go ahead and make that roll. 14. This there time, Brian, you realize what's happened here. You look closer. <laughs> this time. At the back of the tree. <laughs> at the back of the tree, Brian, you see there's a magical symbol a rune carved into the tree, and it's inverted. And you know from your magical studies that this type of thing is a rune that creates an area, a, a certain area, where the dead can return. Oh, so if one of us died, it wouldn't have been that big of a deal, right? No, you would have been a zombie. Oh, that's all right. We could... We could <laughs> oh, that's okay. Cool. Not a good thing. Cool. That's all right. <laughs> okay, so you guys, you guys kind of look through this area you see that, you know, for whatever weird reason, this this dead tree 
was literally something more than just a dead tree. Can we cut it down? You could try. Do you have an axe? Why would uh, we do? Why would nope. we cut it down? You gotta save other people <coughs> from no. doing this. It does seem. <laughs> no, right. We gotta get out of here. We gotta get out of here. Brian, tell Brian would would probably share this with you that this is not like some accident. Like somebody set this up here. Somebody powerful put that that magical property on this tree and created this space to be a place where the dead become returned. Milk. Milk. <laughs> no, we gotta Mal get out of here. Malcolm's our boy. He, he tried helping us. He didn't, but he tried. What if Malcolm's lying about all yeah, this? Yeah, no, he wouldn't I, have run up and tried hitting that thing with the stick there. He missed. Mm. I mean, it is a well, stick. Is. <laughs> I don't know, man. No, it some is DMs a use a screen, so you don't know what they roll. Oh, really? That way you could have been like, you know. Uh, uh, okay, so. Wouldn't you know? Because he missed. Did he miss on purpose? Yeah, that's the thing. Oh. You wouldn't know if, if he, yeah, he yeah. could just roll whatever and then say it. Oh, lie. like you would lie? Yeah. yeah. Oh. But it'd be really be like Malcolm lying. Yeah. But not really. Yeah, yeah. Do you suspect that Malcolm could be behind no. this? No, I used to. I was, I was the one like. Do you the, suspect? I kind of. No. I kind of no. do. Why? I think it Why? could be, but Rory. I don't think so. <laughs> Rory and Heather. Roll insight. Look on your proficiencies. Insight, I have five. Okay, go ahead and roll. Which one do I roll? One. You roll the d20. Roll the d20. We'll see what happens. And then add your insight bonus. Ten. So I have fifteen. Twenty. <gasps> Plus one. Twenty-one. He's fine. You rolled a natch? Yeah. He rolled a natural twenty. Yeah. And you're I rolled ten plus five, fifteen. Heather, you you do suspect you're like you're 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 going through this He's idea fine. in your brain and you're like it's kind of weird that this guy, that we like arrived at this place, yeah. and you're thinking about well, it. He help Rory, you're thinking about the same thing, and then you're like, he did run up to help, but why did it take him so long to run up to help? Why did he and just, why did he miss did when he, he was just, holding a stick? You're thinking to yourself, why did, he, he, didn't roll high why did he wait <laughs> so long to come up and help? Because he's scared. And he's you're scared like, about why his are family. we here? You're kind of suspicious. And, and why are we helping this random man who we met like two looking, hours ago? As you're looking at Malcolm, you're like, how do we know that he even has a wife or a kid? You just think about those things. Well, kids, as we get into this mystery, I guess we'll just have to wait and find out what happens next on Dungeons & Dragons with high school students. Do you love Dungeons & Dragons and other role-playing games? Do you enjoy the content on this channel? Then support Bill Allen on Patreon. Get access to exclusive patron content. You too can be a part of the Bill Allen World Patreon community. Join us today. Hello and welcome back to the final battle for the first installment of D&D with high school students. Cooper, Rory, Brian, and Heather recently survived an attack at a very mysterious and arcane place where the dead returned. Uh, Heather, you were wounded. Rory, you were wounded. I almost died. You almost died. Heather, yeah. what, what are you at currently hit point wise? Four. Four. My, my uh, max is nine. Okay, and Rory, you were also down very low, but Heather used the last bit of her healing power to help you. 
I was dumb. Why did I do that? I should well, use on myself. You know what? That's it was yeah. you were you were selfless instead of being selfish. Well, we'll You're a team you player, Yeah. We'll protect you. Okay. You don't have to yeah. go and get your hands dirty. All right. So you guys continue proceeding through the murky woods. And as you proceed, it is now well, well into the late night hours. It's about 3.30 in the morning. As you continue proceeding, you travel for like another hour, right? Trying to follow eastward towards where Malcolm thought that maybe he had lost the track of his son and, and wife. But up ahead, you see kind of like a path, not like a, a big trail, but like kind of like almost like a deer path, and you follow it through the dark. The sounds of night permeate the air. And far off in the distance, illuminated only by the pale moonlight, you see a tower, a stone tower, very old looking up ahead. Wait, I have a question. Mm -hmm. Didn't we, weren't we supposed to find out if Malcolm was um, lying to us right now? No. Well, some of you. Because he rolled a, t he rolled no, a he 20. No, he's just suspicious. Rory, Rory is, oh. Rory feels like he doesn't, there's something suspicious about yeah. Malcolm. He, but he's wrong. Cooper vehemently believes that. I was on Rory's side. I just, rolled too. too Rory and it's I rolled cliche. to see. It's, it's not, that's not going to happen. It could be. It's too cliche. You don't know that. I do know. The tower seems to be a couple hundred yards away. You could see it through the clearing along the path. What do you do? You head towards it, right? Oh, yeah. Right. But la last time we investigated, well, yeah, we all almost died. Thing. We gotta get this out of the way. All right. Why would, why would, why would his kids be in there, though? Because well, if they're shelter, kidnapped? You never know. If you're in the, if you're in the Rory, middle of the wilderness and you find... What if they got kidnapped? If you're in the As you guys are standing there, you hear a, a cry from far off. Help us! Help me! It sounds like two different people oh, crying for right. help. Oh, that's okay. Right. We gotta go get them. From the direction of the tower. Can I roll my? Can I roll anything right now? You could. Well, you could roll perception. <laughs> yeah, Any of you could actively. Yeah. Go All right. On. I'm doing that right Let's now. Let's roll perception. 20. Yep. Because I have plus five. Okay. See the. The person who commented on my dice rolling technique is now in my head. Now I, I don't know two. how. That was like my natural yeah. roll, but now I'm trying to. I, I can do it naturally. Just feel the dice. Just do your. Do that your, guy's gonna watch the, the next the episode drop. and he's gonna comment. He's gonna be like, I'm so sorry. He's in my head, Mr. <laughs> Allen. He's in my head. Cooper, that is the worst roll that? that you've had. It, I, it honestly yeah. is. Is that your friend? Should I roll too? Eight. Yeah, everybody roll. So, eight. I got two, yes, plus Rory. five, seven. Thank God for Rory, otherwise you guys all would have been screwed. Are Those are pathetic roles. Yeah, so Rory's like, he's like, hold on, dude. That's definitely two voices, one female, one child. That's them. Like, you are certain of what you're hearing, and it's coming from that direction of the tower. All right, we're, we're going for that. You continue proceeding, walking, running. Well, how do you move? We run. All we right, run. describe. Sprint. You guys start, you take off, you're running. Malcolm's like, older and he's like trying to keep up because he's kind of out of shape but so he's like a little bit behind you guys yeah. oh, God. all right you come to a clearing and you see this old stone tower calm down there's pieces of it crumbling there seems to be a massive old wooden oak door a set of double doors 
Show how you approach, Cooper. Move your minis. All right, so there's a door right there. All right, we, I think we just go up to it. Should I move all of them? Now, what do you guys want yes. to do? As you guys get this close, you definitely hear the cries for help. Right. You also hear something that sounds a bit like a combination of growling and barking. Almost, oh like, the, almost like the wolves that you encountered. But if they're wolves, that's good, because we can knock those ones down easy. But I don't think it's a wolf. But we're going in anyway. You approach the double doors. Yes. They are massive and thick and also locked. Can we just hit? Oh, Rory. Let's go, baby. What does Rory have? He has lockpicking. He has thieves tools. Oh, All right, nice. Rory. You take a look at this big lock, and it looks like pretty solid metal, right? So you pull out your thieves tools, and you begin to work at the lock and figure out the, the different components of the lock. So what you're going to do as a, as a thief you have proficiency in thieves tools, but do you see a number below your thieves tools? Yeah, plus seven. Okay, that's higher because as a rogue, you also have what's called expertise. You get to choose two skills where you have expertise and that doubles your proficiency. So instead of what I think would be a plus five, you have a plus seven because that's also your expertise. So you're gonna roll a d20 and add seven to the result. And hope to roll high, buddy. 12, That's good, Rory. That's good, Rory. 19. That's good, Rory. All right, with a little bit of time and some precision, you're able to hear the, the right tumblers click into place, and you slowly turn the lock, and your lock picks do not break. Yep. You hear the click, and now you can feel that the door can be opened. How do you proceed? Um, we have to be ready. I'll go first because I have the most hit points. Me and Brian do, so me and Brian should go first. You just like burst in, no. ready to kick ass. We need a torch. So you're trying to be quiet. Yeah. Oh, so then let's have you make a stealth roll. Okay. Take a look at your character sheets. Anybody who's gonna walk in Ooh, there, plus six. Make a stealth roll. Go mine's, ahead. Six. mine's plus two. That's an all in. Wait, what do you have? Oh, Seven. yeah. Stealth. Yeah. Two. Okay, you guys stay outside. Two. No, they they should stay outside. We'll, with, we'll with watch Malcolm. Malcolm. You watch Malcolm, me and Roy are going to go Yeah, you guys go in first. Because we're stealth. Okay, go ahead and roll your stealth. I'm going to have another bad roll. I already know. That's not bad, Cooper. What's your stealth? 16. Okay, 16 is good. There we go, Roy. Plus 7. Okay. So, Cooper's like, you guys stay here. Me and the professor are in. Like, you turn to go in and the professor's already in. You didn't even hear him. That's how quiet he was. So, you guys are standing outside. You... The, the moonlight is is enough, but do you continue to have a torch or Brian's light cantrip, or do yeah. you just go dark? No, no, don't go dark. Don't go dark. Do not don't go, go dark. dark. Don't go dark. Okay. That's like a Malcolm trap. seems very nervous. He's like, yeah. we must save my wife and son. They're in there. I could hear them calling for help. Yeah. What? Please, what should we do? You feel like you could, you like, if you don't talk him down, he's going to like run in there and do something. Right, like, you got charisma, right? Shh, you're not there. I'll get to you guys oh, in a second. Okay. Brian. Do you have persuasion? Persuasion? Yeah. How would you persuade? Talk in your character to calm him down. How would you persuade? Malcolm. All right, Malcolm. We don't know for sure if that's them in there, but we just need you to calm down because we don't want you to make a scene and cause the wolves to come out. Good. Roll. There you go. What's your bonus? Uh, plus four. Good. Okay, He's, he seems to be like, okay, I'll, hopefully Yuri and, and the professor will find them in time. <laughs> so he seems to calm down. Name a better duo. All right. I'll win. 
Back to you guys. Oh, Yuri and the professor. You proceed in, and the main floor that you walk into seems to be like an old ruined tower, like there's nothing there. There's broken furniture, dust covering everything. But the cry for help seems to come from below. Mm. And you notice in the center is a trap door that seemingly leads to the cellar. Okay. Can we like use perception to see what else is around us? Like you entrances could. to the right, You so see that perception? there's a stairwell, the, yeah. a spiral stairwell that goes up to the upper mm -hmm. levels of the tower. But the only thing that looks like it goes down, there's no stairs going down, but there's a trap door that looks like it might have right. like Are a we ladder. sure it's down or can we roll perception to make sure like you which I'm not gonna area? bother to make you roll. You're right in there and you could hear the cries for help. And and they seem more imminent. And the growling sound you also hear. And it sounds now that you're inside almost like there's some weird chanting happening too, like a oh, Yeah, we got this Rory though. Oh, we're going down that trap door. Okay, how do you open it? Oh, gosh, shit. Ro we got a rope. Who opens it? Uh, Rory, because he's stealthful as hell. Rory, make an investigation roll. Got this, Rory. Oh, my gosh, Rory. 19 plus 3. Let's go. You're about to open it, and then you see a weird metal wire, and you're like, hold up. Oh, we could have just And you follow the wire, <laughs> and you notice that this trap door is trapped. Now, you can make another roll to disarm the trap. Yeah. Yeah. yeah okay. It. Can you just stores for yep, that? Yep, that's what it is. So right, go ahead and make that make a second roll and add your plus seven. Alright. That's alright, fifteen. Alright. You like you gently with your tools you like lift the wire out so you could find the point of origin. And then you put like a little tension loop around some part of it so that it doesn't feel like it's sprung. And when you get that done, you carefully cut the other side and you lift the trap door open. And you could see now that there is a ladder going down to a cellar with a stone floor. And you can see a crossbow aimed at the trap door. So if you had triggered it, you would have been shot by the crossbow. Would we been dead or the just minute, like... Well, you've been shot by a crossbow. Yeah. You, the minute you would have opened the trap door to a certain point, the crossbow would have shot you. So you d disarmed the Good trap. job, Rory. Can we pick up that crossbow? There's, well, it's, it's, it's like bolted into the stone. So it's that, that way it aims like when, when the string would have pulled the trigger, it would have aimed there. So we there, is, the wall. there is now, you see a ladder going down to the cellar. Oh, yeah. What do you guys do? Oh, Who we're going first? down that. Okay. I'll go down. I got more hit points. So okay. I'll go down. So Cooper, you go down first. Yep. All right. I'm going to move scary. this over here. It is scary Tense. because <laughs> as you guys begin to descend, you see that this opens up into a larger room. And across from you, in this larger room, hmm. you see a circle of people surrounding two other people who are tied up, and there's a fire, and there, Told you it wasn't there's one person who seems to be doing chanting while the others are in a circle. And like they seem to be in some kind of ritual. Oh, we might need you guys, by the way. Yeah. So <laughs> you guys kind of come down here, right? Or do we got a this? Guy Does on the duo YouTube got this? Told us we were really good at like at like planning, like problem solving before. So, so we're, good at, we're pretty good at D and D. Guys. Here's what you see. I feel like the dynamic duo has got. This. You see a yeah, woman. Yeah, you guys got this. You see a woman, and a child, who I are tied up. They're tied up in the middle. Hmm. There's a guy in a black cloak 
who's like doing some kind of ritual and he's like, he like throws up a powder and then he like lights a candle and he's chanting. He's the one that's like, and oh, he, so oh, then, those are wolf people with swords. Then you see that there's these four creatures yeah. who are kind of like, they're involved in the ritual. Wait, you guys and they're like, get us. you could see that they're like excited about this ritual. They're like growling, and one of them was like, <laughs> and the others are like, <laughs> <laughs> the woman and the child seem terrified. Yeah. There's also like a weird chalk circle drawn around them, some kind of magical thing. Do you have arcane? Do you have arcane? Oh, no. Nope. Sorry, Ar you don't know what it is. Wait, no, um, we can call it on Brian, right? Well, you could. You want to sneak back up and go get him? Yeah, I think we should do that. Yeah. Both you of you go back up? Did they see it? Did they see us? Not yet. Do uh, you, you guys both, do you guys have both to come go back up? up? No. Yes. Uh -uh. Wait, so Actually, no. no. Way that the, yeah, so we do, because we have to come in fully. You guys, you guys are like, it. look, the ladder comes down here. You're like in the shadows, but across this room, you see this. You guys have to, both of you come back up. Now we both go up, and then we. The trap doesn't. Activate again, does it? No, the trap doesn't activate, but if you want to go back up the ladder without them seeing you, each one of you needs to make a stealth roll. Oh my god. Oh, this is a bit. We could get slaughtered right here. Yeah, okay, I say, I say one well, of you needs more. to stay down because what if they start attacking no, those are her? Big no, we both, no, they won't, they won't, they won't. Well, you don't know that. We're what gonna do you mean die. Like, I would. Like, yeah, but one I mean, of us stays down. We're you gonna can start die. yelling. You like, can start yeah, yelling, and you can, can try. Roy's like, I kind of don't want to die now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, then make Cooper die. Do you guys want one of you or both of you to stay? Just I'm the try. heart and soul of this group. Then we're all we're both going up. We're both going up. Okay. Make your stealth rolls. Oh my god, you guys, you guys are both going up. Plus seven. That's such a bad idea. At the same time, Cooper, Roy, you got this. One, two, three. Twenty. Three. Oh my god. Ten. Three. No, that's a three. Plus plus seven. Plus a seven. Can I give some mustache to Rory? Rory. No, but Cooper. So here's what happens. You're like, we gotta go up and get Brian. So you you go up the ladder and you're fine. You get up there. No. Rory. We're both. As you're climbing up the ladder. Listen. As you're climbing up the ladder, the ladder squeaks. Okay. Now I have to make a roll because it's just because you failed doesn't mean they oh. automatically succeed. I just got so nervous. <laughs> I'm so scared. Right. We oh. can't lose now. Oh. No. Right. Oh. Oh. <laughs> no. One of the one of the canine creatures turns and starts running towards you on the ladder. Oh no. Now you make an initiative. If you beat him on initiative. Make a D20 initiative roll. Here we go, if Roy. you beat his initiative, on, you can get up the, the ladder before he gets anymore. to you. Ready, set, go. Yes! yes! Let's go! Good job, right. Rory. Rory, you haul ass up the ladder. <laughs> <laughs> but just know this. You have one round after Cooper's first round, and then that oh dog God. guy is up there with you. Oh okay? my God. So, Coop, you get up the ladder. You run to the door. Cooper comes out the door. What do you say? I, hey. Get in here, everyone. There's some wolf people. We need to kill these guys. All right. Malcolm's and, and like, Brian, wolf people, huh? <laughs> and Brian, there's this like arcane shit. I don't know what to do with it, though. All right, that's your round. You guys are going to go? Yeah. Okay, Rory, so you get up the ladder. You run to Cooper. You see Cooper just explaining to them what's going on, and they start grabbing all their stuff ready to go in. What do you say? I say, one of the wolves saw me come up the ladder. They know we're here. We can't sneak down there anymore. Okay, just as you finish saying that, you guys see this wolf thing running up towards you guys. Oh Everybody roll initiative. Initiative. Seven. Oh, come on. Ten. Oh my Seven. God. 
seven. How, why is it always this way? All right, so Cooper, you go first. All right. Then. You see the Wolfman coming at you. Well, it actually worked out well because I have the most health. So I'm going to show you guys where you're at. You're right outside the tower. Can I headshot him right from where I'm at? Uh, you could, because he's not right at you yet, so you could. Well, it doesn't matter, because both of my attack points are the same. It's your call. But I want to get that flanking bonus for me. Oh! See, look at Rory. <laughs> look at Rory, thinking of the oh, flanking yeah, bonus. Oh, yeah, Oh, yeah, dude. Right here, I'm going to run up to him. Bop. Right here. That's a hit. Okay. Roll your damage. D8. D8. Seven. Uh, one. Plus? Plus four. Okay, five. five. So you run up and you stab him from one side. Rory, you're up next. All right, I'm gonna flank him. Okay, move up. This now one. you get to roll both d20s because you have advantage. So roll two of them. Pick the higher of the two. Roll the uh, second one. Rory. Oh my God, Rory. Yeah. All right, so the five is clearly the option. What's your bonus? For to hit. Plus Look five, by your short plus five, plus five. Not quite enough. Oh my god. Rory. So you go, you swoop in, but he's he's like busy dodging, but he dodges you. All right, Brian. Uh, oh, Heather. Okay. Oh my god. Hit him. Oh my What are you doing? Wait. Wait. What am I doing? Uh, it's up to you. Do you shillelagh? Do you run in and shillelagh? No. You no. I think I should thorn whip. Okay. No, then that brings him towards you, right? Well, that's true. It brings it. It, it can bring it towards you. Well, you're gonna be next to him either way, cause wait, you don't have a bow, do you? You yeah, just have a. Shillelagh. Uh, you gotta use yeah. your shillelagh. Should I use the shillelagh? You got to. You got to. <laughs> wait, no, no, wait. Wait, but Brian, can Brian? You can't use your firebolt from that close if you shillelagh him, right? No, shillelagh is where I run up and hit if him with my claws. Oh, around, yeah. Yeah. Thorn whip is where I bring him close. All right, yeah, yeah, shillelagh. Okay, so I'm a shillelagh. I'm a shillelagh. Yeah. Okay. Okay. That's a hit. That's Heather. Oh my God. Heather with her third natural 20 in All right. this adventure. All right. Roll your. Now you remember the bill and damage alternative. Yeah, badass. Yeah. So you automatically get the d8. So that's eight plus this roll. Should I roll it? Uh huh. Five. So that's eight plus five is thirteen plus your damage, he's which is good. plus three. Oh, yeah, Sixteen. Gone. You gone. just run up and crunch his skull. Like he was about to turn and attack Rory and Cooper, yeah. and you just run up and just. <laughs> <laughs> and it's, he's, it splits like a watermelon. Ew. There's just blood all over your club. That's disgusting. All so right. these things aren't that hard to kill. Nah. Until we like, if, but Until if you get we all in. roll twos. Yeah. Okay. Now, you guys are standing just inside, and you see this trap door with a ladder going down. Do How do you that, proceed? Do they know that we're down there, or is it the only one that heard? You don't know. Can we use, can we use our, um, our uh, whatever perception? Investigation. Whatever? You want to? You wanna, yeah. Well, it's perception. You, you could, like, go up to the trap door and peek in. I have yeah. perception. Okay, yeah, go ahead. do that. Hey, did we just lose a light? Yeah. Oh. All right, there we go. All right. Go, Coop. Should I use Cooper, my you're like, I don't too? think they heard us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, go ahead. All of us? Sure. Everyone. Six. Nope. You hear the chanting. Yeah, Twelve. Yep. Ten. You guys, you, you hear, it sounds like they're just doing what they're doing. Like, they're just uh -huh. chanting. But he got 12. You hear the growls. That, yeah. You, can't you, tell you could kind of see, like, a flickering from the torches yeah. down there, but it sounds like they're still doing what they're doing. I got to go down first because yeah. I have the most hit points. Me yeah. and you got to go down first, Brian. Because okay. you got the arcane thing, too, right? Because... We're gonna need you for As it. you're deciding this, you notice that the thing that you just destroyed. Oh my yeah. god, if it comes it's back to life, back. I swear um, to god. Is just bleeding out all over the floor. Oh. Uh -oh. Okay. That's not good. Is it dead? Uh huh. Or is it, will it stay dead? That's what we don't <laughs> know. Oh my god. <laughs> That's what we don't know. 
Malcolm's freaking out. He's like, that's my wife. We need Can to he, like, burn now. it to... Oh. Malcolm goes towards the ladder. I must save them. Oh, my God. She starts going down the ladder. Shoot him. Oh, my God. <laughs> shoot him in the leg with an arrow. Shoot Malcolm? Do you really yeah. shoot Malcolm? Can I no. shoot him in the leg with an arrow? No. Don't shoot him. Really Everybody roll an issue. Oh, my God. This can happen. 17. We're not shooting Malcolm. 20. Six. Rory. Rory, you can stop Cooper. Heather, you could stop Cooper. Any of anybody who rolled higher than Cooper could stop Cooper. Rory, right we now. can't let him do it. He can't shoot Malcolm. In the now, leg. Now Malcolm's gonna have an injured leg. He's gonna be freaking out, like crying and like tweaking. And what are we gonna do? What what, what have we're gonna have to carry? Well, can we, his all right, that's enough. Back? What's another? You can't we can talk stop. that much in six seconds. All right, what else Rory, what are you gonna do? It's stop. either you're stopping Cooper, like do you bump his bow? What do you do? Or do you let him shoot Malcolm? You see him going don't like this. Don't worry. Don't worry. Then we're gonna have to carry Rory. his body. I never said I was gonna do it. I just said that, that was a possibility. I never committed to it. And then you just committed. Or do you just tell him leg. like, wait, wait, yeah, tell me, yeah. tell yeah, me. I'll you say just wait. wait. All right. All right, I'm cool. And then I'm like, yeah. You guys are like, guys, no, just stop, Yuri. And Yuri's like, fine. So Malcolm goes down. <laughs> he's dead now. Malcolm, you hear Malcolm going down. What do you guys do? Okay, he's gone. Is he dead? I'm no, sorry. He's, he's over Wait. here. You guys are still No, I'm up sorry. Here. Is he dead? Is that? Yeah, that guy's dead. Yeah. Well, forever. Wait, she just split his skull in, in half, like but a watermelon. He's not saying he's going to come back to life. Wait, do we have something that we can, like, drag him with? Like, to pull him up? Can we shut the door as we go down? Sure. Shut it as we Wouldn't go that be longer okay. if we have to, like, rescue him and then come back up? Yeah. By the way, I'm going to give you five more seconds to decide. And then we're going into real time. You don't get to just like meta figure out your strategy. Oh my god! Shit's happening for real. Okay. Let's go. All right. Push on the door because like we can. Hear, if that guy does come to life, then we can. Who hear goes him. down yeah. the ladder? Me. Cooper. I'm going down. All right, Cooper, you go down. Yep. Do you want to climb down or do you want to make an acrobatics roll and just jump down? Acrobatics roll because you. That yeah. is coop. Do I break my leg? Thirteen. Nope. Uh, what's your acrobatics bonus? Acrobatics probably nothing. Four. Seventeen. Four. You're fine. 17. Anybody it, else climbing or jumping? Uh, I might. What do I do? You can't I'll, risk it. You can't risk I'll it. Climb. I've got five I'll acrobatics. Climb. Yeah, roll. Roll. Go, roll, ring. That's a... Nine plus nine five is 14. Five. You make it. Easy. All right. Climbing? Yeah. Climbing? Climbing. Okay. You guys jump down first, and you see Malcolm. He's halfway there. He's running <laughs> with his stupid stick. Can I snag him and stick. bring him back and cover his mouth? Too late. He's like, no, no! like, <laughs> you will not kill my family. Shoot me. Oh, my God. It, it's too late. <laughs> they, they, oh like, they know he's there. I want to get this guy. I want this guy. I want this guy. Yeah, he has to die first. So what we're going to do is roll initiative. What if we kill this guy and then everyone else just, like, drops? Well, the, what's the arcane thing? You got to gotta find out what this, this like, circle is. Like, what if he's, like, So here's, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to have you guys roll initiative. I'm going to roll initiative also for Malcolm and for the bad guys. So, Rory, pass me my red dice back. All right, so red dice is Malcolm. Bad guys. Okay, everybody roll initiative. We got two. 19. Five. Four. Seven. Oh, 19. So okay, Cooper. Yep. You see this unfolding. It's almost like in slow motion. Malcolm's running up to save his family, desperate to save his family. You, with your bow, could shoot anybody there. They're easily in your range. No, I feel like this guy, well, what's the circle thing? What's the arcane circle? I feel like that's protecting him. My, uh, that's definitely gonna He's not him. in the circle. The wife and kid are in the circle. Oh, all right, well, he's dead. All right, he's dead. shoot him. I'm about to, no, I'm about to headshot Don't miss him. Don't hit the child. child. That's a 10, plus okay. six, so 16. That's a hit. That's a hit. Yep, and then roll your damage. Five. Five plus four, that's nine. He stops chanting and, and like grabs onto the arrow, but he's still up. 
who had the next highest initiative? Um, I had what did I have? Okay. I had like five. So, I, um, yeah. Brian. Actually, yeah, Brian, Brian and Heather still have one more round before they can get in because they're climbing down the ladder. You and Rory oh. can act, but Malcolm's initiative is higher than Rory's. So Malcolm runs up and tries to swing at this no. dog man. Sorry. Malcolm's like... <laughs> now the dog men go. Dog man attacks Malcolm. Definitely a hit. A no, painful, Malcolm. suffering, Malcolm. painful hit. Oh I should have... Should have shot him in the leg. You guys stop me. Keep rolling. We're playing. Six. Malcolm suffers a massive stab in the gut. What an idiot. But bad I told you he's not two. bad. He's just an idiot. Yeah. This guy runs towards you guys. This guy is going to run towards you guys. Oh, God. This guy is holding the arrow that he got shot with. I want to finish this guy off first. Okay. Rory, it's your turn. And finish. then it's Heather and Brian's. So... I, I only have a sword, so I'm just gonna. So attack. you can run up and attack one of those guys. Move your mini and roll. Took 15. Hit. Roll damage. That does roll right? Two. Two plus Not bad. three. You hurt him, but you don't kill him. Brian, you're down first. You see enemies coming towards you, you see enemies all over the place. Fireball, roll. How about this guy? There Nine. you go. Nine plus. Um. Four. Okay, hit. Roll damage. Who are you hitting? Who are you hitting? The guy that Rory was attacking? Right, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm, six. Good. You hit him. He's He looks very damaged. Oh, he's not dead yet? Heather. Come on, Shillelagh. Heather. You run up to Shillelagh, and you miss. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Are you All right, dead, top Heather? of the order. Cooper. There's, there's combat in front of you. There's there's this guy far away. What do you do? Fire another arrow? What's it going to be, Cooper? I'm flanking this guy. I got to save Heather. You sling your bow and run over to flank. Roll. 2D20s. This is so cool. Go, Coop. Three and six. six. So six plus six is 12. Not enough. Oh, my God. All right, Coop. Rory, go. Come on, Rory. You get your flanking bonus now, Rory. Seven plus... Oh, actually, no, you don't. You're attacking a different guy. Seven plus what? Plus five. Attack bonus plus five. Miss. Me? Lead bad guy. Yes. He misses. He shoots something out. It's kind of like the firebolt, but it's like a blue, weird kind of color. Okay. Uh-oh. Um, but it misses. He shot it at you, but he missed. Um, Malcolm. Malcolm hits. Five. Oh, wow, look at Malcolm. Malcolm swings his big tree limb and hits the dog man in front of him, but the dog man gets to attack back. Uh-oh. And he misses. There All right. Go. Dog man against Rory. Jesus Christ. Oi, pauvre Rory. Oh, Rory, gosh. using the Bill Allen damage alternative system, you take 10 points of damage. Where are you at? 10. You're at exactly 10? Yeah. All right, you're not dead. But he hits you so hard that you hit the ground and fall on. I have to. I have to save. I have to save Rory. Yeah. Do Heather. Oh no, Heather. <laughs> what are the odds that I roll two twenties in a row? Heather. Heather, using the Bill Allen damage alternative scoring system, you take eight damage. I only have four. You are unconscious and on the ground. Next round, you'll have to make what's called a death save to see whether you live or die. Oh no. This is ridiculous. 
Oh, no, it's not. <laughs> Welcome to Dungeons and Dragons. Seems to be like a small connection. We're keeping, we're going, we're going, we're keeping. We're going, <laughs> we're going. We're going. Where is it after the milk? Because I gotta catch a bus home. Unless anyone can drive me. Paul will drive you. Paul will drive you. Paul drive you. All right, Heather, um, it is your round. You have to make a death save for fucking Do it, roll Heather. a d20. Oh my god. Heather. Twelve. Okay. So you oh, made one save. See where it says death save. Right now. Yeah. Right success there. Oh yeah. One circle. Okay. So I'm not. I didn't die. You gotta. Your three. water bottle of milk is not here. Brian. I hope I didn't. Roll fireball. Oh, go. Miss. Top of the order. I might just Cooper. Have now you have advantage, so roll again, because you're flanking with Heather. Oh, actually, no, Heather's dead. You don't have advantage. You missed. Rory, you are unconscious. Brian, nope, not your turn. Oh, Malcolm's my turn. God. Malcolm hits. Yes, Malcolm. Yes, Malcolm. Malcolm. Yes. Malcolm drops this dog man. Oh, he's dead. <laughs> <laughs> Malcolm. But it's next up to Heather. Yeah. Oh, Oh no. Oh my god. Oh no. Okay. He gonna die. And no, he's fine. Main bad guy. Yes. Doesn't shoots hurt. another thing out, but Malcolm ducks as he's running. Yes, Malcolm. <laughs> Malcolm is like military trained or something. Alright. He's the Brian. I'm telling you, you guys hated him. Heather is down and Rory are down. You don't know if they're dead or not, but they're both down and there's two dogmen going to kill um Cooper. Brian, you need to come so in the clutch right now. You gotta come in the clutch. Come on, Brian. Come on, Brian. Save me! Brian, stop. Yeah? I'm gonna get- You got a 20! All right, oh I'll my god! You, I'll let you have it. Yes! Yeah. Let's go, Brian! So, Brian, you automatically do 10 damage. Roll another dice. 14 fire damage. He's dead. Cooper, as the two run up to you, one of them just erupts in flames. And like, <laughs> burning hot blood, like, and, and hair and flesh just like explodes all over you. We only got one more and that guy, but I did a lot of damage on him. Okay, oh. the one that gets to you. He does not hit. My armor rating's... No, not even close. Cooper, it's back up to you. You have Cooper. to use your rapier because he's right up in your grill. Do it, Coop. Miss. Malcolm, fun. Malcolm attacks the, the, the guy that Cooper Malcolm. shot and misses. No, Malcolm. No, Malcolm. The lead bad guy extends his hand and shoots an energy at the at Malcolm. Yes. And misses. Yes. Okay. Come on, don't kill me. Brian. Do not kill me. Come on. Firebolt or one of your other spells. Up to you. Firebolt. Remember, you do have the spell sleep. Are they dead, by the way? Oh, you sleep. Okay. No, I saved myself. What's the note next to sleep? Uh, 5d8. Okay, Brian, you realize that this is your only opportunity to maybe stop all the bad guys. So you're gonna roll five eight-sided dice and you're gonna add up the numbers. Oh my God, Brian, oh my come God. on, come roll on, Brian. Roll all five of those, add up the numbers and tell me the total. That's the total number of hit points of bad guys oh that you God. can put to sleep. Oh shoot. <laughs> That's pretty good. Okay. Seven plus six, 13. 17, 21, 24. Okay. All right. Brian just utters this powerful series of words and moves his fingers around. And suddenly, this guy, you see his eyes roll back in his head and he just drops to the ground. Yes. And so does the main guy. Yes, yes, Brian! Yes. They seem to be completely asleep. Oh, I'm gonna kill him though. Can we fish him off? 
Well, let me explain what happens. First, Heather has to make another death save. Tony. No, just, just bring it down. My hands are like so. Yeah, it was perfect. All right. I was getting hyped. Thanks for that, Tony. You're dead. Nope, she has one failure. Mm. What about Rory? Is he just dead? No, he's unconscious. Can't he's perfectly I use at zero. Word on if you were conscious, yes. Now what? No, now I'm going to explain what. Brian can definitely do that. Did I die? Do what? No, you're yeah, still alive. Oh, okay. alive. You're just unconscious. All right. Okay. Does anybody have any other healing spells? Uh, you definitely do, um, Brian. Come on, you're warlock. Nope. Where do I check my my spells? I do. Heather's the only He's one that sorcerer. has the healing. All right. I'm passed out. I want you to look at this setup, the terrain. Yeah. So Malcolm runs over and starts untying his wife and child. Well, what about the, the circle? Ropes. What are the circle? He just runs right into the circle and starts doing it. What happened with the circle, though? Well, Brian, use Arcana. No. Brian, roll Arcana. Eighteen. There we go. You're like, oh, that's a summoning circle. They were probably trying to sacrifice the, the wife and the kid to summon some horrible thing, like a demon. Oh, no. Good thing we stopped that. Um, what else do you see in the room? Uh, these, a, a chest? That's right, Cooper, you yeah. see a chest. You also see your buddy, the professor, laying yeah. unconscious. So I want to check that chest, see if he's got anything in there, healing potions, something okay. like that. Okay, you go over to the chest? Yep, I go There's over a there. lock. Yep. Nope. No. God. I can. We need <laughs> What's my, uh, what can I use for that? I can't use anything. Thieves tools? Thieves tools, I can't use that. Can I take him from Rory? Sure. He's not awake. What's he going to do? <laughs> yeah, I'll take him from Rory and then go over there. Okay. You're like, these are awesome. And you're, you have no idea what to do with this. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's like a toolkit, and you're like, Actually, I try to you, use you it. like stick it in there, and you're like, I wonder how. Uh, uh. Like, nothing happens. <laughs> Cooper, do? you, it does occur to you that you're pretty strong. Right. I could break it open. And that if, if you used physical force, you might be able to break it open. Yeah, I want to do that. Coop. Okay. So where's Make a strength coop? attack roll. Where's strength? 16. So you have a plus three to your roll. Go. Plus three to so 20? Yep. 15. Oh Cooper, that's God. magnificent. 18. So 15 plus three is 18. 18. You just smash the shit out of the lock. <laughs> and finally it breaks off. All right. And the chest is able to be opened. All right, I look in it. Okay. In the chest is a whole bunch of different coins. Copper, silver, gold. There's some necklaces, there's some rings. It looks like stuff that maybe these people have like hoarded and stolen yeah. from other people over time. There's some like cups, some some like silverware. Yeah. And you notice that there's a couple leather pouches in there. All right, I gotta check those other pouches. In one of the pouches, you find a small green vial. Is this like, do I have to choose who I save, by the way? There's liquid in it. <laughs> Green. Maybe. I gotta choose my partner. Yeah, I choose her. I understand. Heather, make another death save. 17. That's one more success. Yes. Alright, so I take the green vial. Uh huh. And can I give it to Rory? You could. I mean, what if it's poison? Yeah. Mm. How do I know if it's poison? I don't know. Can I use my. Can I ask Brian? You could roll medicine. Mm -hmm. Can I ask Brian? Or find if Brian has medicine. I have three medicines. Or if Brian has Arcana. Yeah. I have Arcana. Yeah, do that. Okay, you bring it over to Brian. Yep, Brian, Brian roll. Brian, you, Brian, please. This is life or death for Roy right now. <laughs> Brian, you have to come and coach once again. What I get? All right, can I use Brian, my you're like, now? this is definitely poison. Wait, what? How does he know that? He's like, it just sounds like poison. Okay, then I cannot. He shakes you it have up. to roll. I have three medicine. Right. Go ahead, roll. Come on, Coop. 
That's a 15 plus That's three, an excellent 18. roll. Yeah. Your medicine tells you that Heather is closer to death than the professor. Yeah. But what about the, the potion? Your, it doesn't tell you shit about the potion. Sorry. Nah. All right, well, I already kind of know Heather's closer to death. Do I feed it to her? Can you save me? Can I give a little bit? You do remember that, that Carl the Druid did, in fact, save the professor. No, is obviously I'm going to give it to you. Moral quandary, Cooper. But what if it's poison? Because if I knew it was health, I'd definitely give it to Rory. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. What if it's poison? If we don't know, you're going to give it to me? I'll test it out. Yeah, I'll test it out. Oh, my God. Okay, Heather, make another test. Oh, my God. Heather. 13. Right. Okay, so you go over to, to Carl the Druid's body, and you, like, open up her jaw, and you're about to, to pour it in. You, like, wake up, and... Yuri's like holding your jaw open and has like a violet green <laughs> stuff. And you're like, uh, well, and and you pour a little bit in. Wait, why? I saw that she was awake. Oh, all right, well, you see she's awake. She's like. What is it? Wait, so I, I is don't, that my I success? Don't. You have stabilized. You okay. haven't healed anything. Yeah, that was your so she can't, success. But can she get up? She can't really get up. She's all right, pretty, then I got to give her the Her ass pile. has been beaten. I'm giving her the Well, you don't know if it's oh going to kill her or not. That's so what, where well, we are. Okay, can she get up in a little bit? Or is she like. Do I have to give her this to get up? You gave it to her already. Oh. I gave it to Heather, her. you gain eight hit points back. Yes. All right. You immediately Heather. feel so better. So I'm back to nine. All right, yes. now you guys save Rory. Heather. Save Rory. Now I roll. To save Rory. To save Rory. Oh, you're With up. What the spell? Uh, healing word. Did you use healing word already? Yeah, she used did. The oh, did you use yeah. Cure wounds already? I did not use cure wounds. Yes, you did. I did? She used one of them the other day, though. I only used one, and it was on Rory. Yeah. yeah, and you yeah. used it on him, and now you... So now I have healing word. No, you, you used... used both of them. So now you, have to have, now you have to have a long rest to get your spells back. When did I use healing word? I thought you used healing word on, on you. Yeah, she did. She did. Wait. And then you used cure light wounds on him. Did I think I? so. Wait, maybe. Yep. Shoot. I don't um, remember that. The old man okay. remembers everything. All right. I probably did. I don't remember. So Heather, you are you are more than stabilized. You're in great yeah. shape. You're yeah. feeling good. Right. Yeah, I say you, Rory though. You, she does have because of herbalism and uh, medicine. Yeah. She can. I have an herbalism can, kit. Yeah, you could revive him. So you start mashing together a bunch of herbs and yeah. you're working on Save it. Save him. Meanwhile, Malcolm and his wife and child are now safe. They come up to you. They're like, he's like, my friends, I do not know how to thank you. You, you literally have saved my family from certain doom. Bill, I have to, like, go soon. <laughs> I, I, I am not a wealthy man. I cannot repay you for very much, but I will tell you this. Long ago, there, there was a legend near my village that long ago, a wealthy lord buried some treasure because he didn't want invaders to get to it. He, he's like, this is a map to, to my home village. Just to the south of it, you'll find the farm fields where the treasure is supposedly buried. It's the best I could give you, for I am not a wealthy man. He gives you the map. You have my eternal thanks. And, and they, he like nods, and his wife and child like thank you, and they bow, and then they they leave. Well, we got that whole chest of treasure too, so that's, that's true. Good. We do. All right, well, so, we gotta focus on saving Rory right now. Yeah, we have to we don't save Rory. Bend. You save Rory. Okay, cool. <laughs> you, you mash together some herbs. <laughs> you catch his wounds. You're not totally healed, but you're up to like one hit point. You're stabilized. You know, you're, you've been beat up. You guys took a beating. But you do have a chest full of treasure and a bunch of dead dogmen and obviously some kind of cult leader and a tower. 
But no, these guys are sweeping. I kind of want to kill them. That's true. Can I kill them? It's up to you. Can I? You, you kill have them. to. I kill them. You kill them. I kill them. <laughs> it's worth it. I, oh, you're, you're not really them. sure how long Brian's spell them. takes, so you kill him. Just, just sags him. All right. At this point, you could either leave the tower, sleep there, go back to town. Doesn't really matter what order you do it in. But basically, you guys get your crap together. You get all the treasure. You go back to town. The adventure is finished. Well done. You have succeeded. You've survived. You gain experience points, and you fight. You live to fight another day. Iconic. So we hope that you've all enjoyed this magnificent mini-series of D&D with high school students featuring our cast, Cooper, Rory, Brian, and Heather, and special guest on live musical accompaniment today, Tony Kay. So uh, that's it. We do have some, some questions from the audience. Spotify. So we're going to really quickly go through this, if anybody's still in there directing. Is anybody still there? Tell me run in there. Yeah. Oh, okay, Tim, good. Oh, it's Tim! Tim Sands! Tim Sands. You're in my camera. Move. Oh, I'm sorry. Tim Sands laying it down. Uh, all right, quick questions. We'll start off with Cooper and Rory. Yep. Uh, D&D was completely new. What was the best part of this experience for you, Cooper? I just really liked that you could do like anything you wanted. I thought that was so cool. Like I've never really had that option. Like in in games where it's like like video games, where yeah. like you you can supposedly do whatever you want, but you really can't. Like yeah. this, like you could do whatever you wanted. I thought that the choice to do whatever you want was really cool. That was All right. the part. Excellent, Rory. Uh, I like how like you can choose whether you want to go like into battle or not. Because sometimes like. In other games, like Cooper said, you're like forced to go into battle. So, mm -hmm. like, I like how you can choose whether, like, what's the best decision. Okay, Cooper, what did you enjoy most about your character, like being the ranger, being having that character specifically? Yeah. And, I, and would you like to try another class or another race? I want to try that. Well, I did like. First of all, I liked ranger a lot. I liked using the bow. I thought it, the bow would have been cooler if it had like more of an attack bonus than the rapier. Mm -hmm. But still, it was it was pretty cool. But I would like to do the, uh, what's that, the one we were looking at the first day? The Dragonborn? Yeah, I want to be a Dragonborn. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I want to be, be a Dragonborn. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Rory, how about you? You played a rogue. What, did, what were your thoughts on that role? Um, did you like it? Would you like to try something different? Uh, I like the rogue, but I feel like uh, if, like, when you, because I was kind of close combat person with the short sword, so I feel like if I had a higher armor class, kind of like Cooper's, then I would have been better. Even Excellent. All right, we're going to shift to this side of the table. So, um, Brian, what did you enjoy most about the game experience? Um, kind of like what Cooper and Rory said. Like, I like that they gave you a lot of freedom to like choose whether you either fight or not, or if you just take the adventure at all. Okay, Heather. Yeah, I thought that was cool too. Like, they're saying like you're, you can just do whatever you want. And like, I've wanted to play for a really long time because my uncle's like obsessed. And so I've always known like what it was and like how to play, but I never played it. So it was cool. All right, good. What about your your choice? So your character was a druid. What was it like? Um, what did you like about it? What did you not like? What would you try differently? Um, I don't know. I liked that I had um, like the healing mm -hmm. stuff. That was cool. Yeah, that came. Um, yeah, because that helped. Always like we all would have died, um, but. I don't know. I don't know what I would change. What would you like to try differently? Are there any other yeah, classes or races? I would try a different character. Probably. I don't know which one, but I'd try try a different one. Okay, Brian. Um. What'd you like about being a sorcerer? What did you not like? What would you try differently? 
Um, I feel like being a sorcerer, you have like a lot of cantrip and spells, which is usually really helpful if they hit and stuff. But um, <laughs> I like I like the addition of if they hit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, at the, at the end of the game, they did hit though. You came up clutch, Brian. But um, I probably would try and switch because like even though I had a dagger, it was kind of weak, so there was really no point in using it. Mm -hmm. so. Okay, good. Um, after playing this game now and seeing a little bit more about how it works, would you want to play it again? And would you, like, would you play it with other people? Yeah. Yeah, probably. I would. I would play. start off on this side. Go. Yeah, I would for sure play again. I don't know if I would like it as much if you weren't the, the uh, dungeon master. Is that what it's called? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I, I think you need to be my dungeon master for you, this. You so. are rather fortunate that you got to play with the greatest dungeon master. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Now that Gary Gygax, the inventor of the game, is dead, I am the greatest. So, um, <laughs> how about you, Roy? Uh, yeah, I think the dungeon master is like a really big part of like the game because it creates like the adventure, and I would definitely like to play it again if I have like a good dungeon master. Okay, postscript: Would you ever want to learn the game enough and make your own world and be a dungeon master? Yeah, I would consider that. Okay. Yeah, Brian and Heather, same same question. Now that you've yeah. played the game. Would you play it again? Would you play it with other people? And yeah. you know, would you maybe want to try your attempt at being a dungeon master? I would want to play with like experienced people because like we're all newbies. But like the people that come in and play um, like that you film on the weekends, like they're into it. Like, but I feel like cool they get mad at us because yeah. we don't know what yeah. we're doing. Yeah. <laughs> like I mean, like costume, like they are. They're cool. You know, I want to do that. In and I feel like that'd be that'd be cool to like play with people that are experienced. You should have, like, when you film those, you should have, like, a guest, like, high school student <laughs> every time. You just come in and play for one adventure, and then you, you always die at the end. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They, like, push you off a bridge. Yeah. <laughs> a whole bandit, and I'll pay some kids for, like, trumpet and, like, cello and stuff. Yeah. What? Mini, just like, a band of bards. Yeah. <laughs> they don't get oh, wait, into fights. Get, get the when they're about to fight, band. they just have, like, a duel. Bard Junior High. Yeah. yeah. Like, the Bard Junior High band in here with, like, little, like, bugles, and they're just, like, <laughs> Isn't yeah. that a snack food? Civil War? Yeah, <laughs> Brian. What's your what's your thought? Did you did you uh, was the experience what you thought it would be? Would you play it again? Would you ever try your own attempt at, at DMing or creating a world? Um, I feel like the experience would be really well because it seems really fun, and I definitely would play it again. But like by myself at first, so that way I get the feel of it, and then I'll slowly move up to play with other people. And yeah, I, I would probably yourself. consider making my own and be a master. Cool, cool, cool. All right, well. It's been fantastic. Thank you for participating in this yeah. experiment. I think it's been very That's cool. valuable. Hopefully you learned yeah. something about whether it's the game or other broader concepts like teamwork, communicating, strategy, whatever. There's, there's a lot that you can get out of the experience of using your mind creatively in that kind of environment. So good job, guys. We'll see you on the flip. And for everybody watching, thanks for tuning in. We'll have more D&D with high school students next semester in 2018. Peace out. Do you love Dungeons & Dragons and other role-playing games? Do you enjoy the content on this channel? Then support Bill Allen on Patreon. Get access to exclusive patron content. You too can be a part of the Bill Allen World Patreon community. Join us today.